cuff worldwide, baby. And I had a long day in court, shit stressed me out. Won't give me a bail and can't get me out. Now I'm headed to the county, gotta do a bit here. I'm used to living luxurious, I don't wanna live here. The walls is gray, the clothes is orange. The phones is broke, the food is garbage. A lot of niggas is living with these circumstances. SP's the same, I still murk your manses. Drug money, the rap money, work advances. Niggas ran and told I should've murked the Kansas. Got popped for a murder attempt, knocked me on D. Block when I was burning the hemp, had a brick in the stash. Hope they don't take it to a further extent. Locked up and they won't let me out. When I hit my cell block, niggas know the threat me out. I'm steady trying to find a motive. Hey man, <laughs> I'm steady trying to find a motive, bro. We're quarantined up, you know. Coronavirus. Bruv. Man said, man, man locked up and was screaming. I'm steady trying to find a motive. Come on, bro. Bruv. Listen, if this if, if if we're gonna go out of a bang, the least I can do is touch one or two dances, bro. Come on. A lot of niggas living in these circumstances. <laughs> SP the same as still murk your man's is you gotta add a little grease in the bar quickly still. Come on, man. Lockdown, man, bro. It's got us on lockdown, bro. Trust me. I can't believe this. Regardless. Hey bro, with the we move, yeah, it's people ain't saying with conviction anymore, bro. Like prior to <laughs> People move, bro. Prior to this, this uh, coronavirus, that, that we move was sounding with that like, coming across with conviction. I'm right. saying, I'm saying it's strong. Like I was feeling real proud and black. We move, man. Yeah, man. Right, right. And now <laughs> we move ish. <laughs> move ish. Yeah, we tried. We survived. Hey, but you know what? Yeah, despite everything, yeah, there was always gonna be certain things or people that were going to benefit from this corona thing, yeah? Mm, talk to me. Now, where I'm going with this is that house party. Ah, okay, all right. Everyone is having a house party right now on mm. their phones. But if we can't leave, you got to bring the vibes to you. You know the vibes. Now, for, for those who have been living under a rock over the past couple of days, house party is an app where you could just um, interact with multiple people at once. It's like a group FaceTime, but people can just enter whenever they want. Mm. Yep. Well, not even knock, just enter. Bro, me and you can just be having a convo and then someone just comes in. Like, one one. Yeah, that sounds like my idea, idea of hell, bro. Sat there, no trim, ain't cream my lips. <laughs> Bro, I've been infiltrating all these rooms, um, but you got to lock it. you got to lock your room. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I see yeah. the pattern. Otherwise, if you don't lock your room, someone will just come in. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, if I was to leave my thing open right now, yeah, people would try and talk to me right now. Wait, let me just leave it open for a little piece. Oh, so you're on there currently right now, live as we speak? Yeah. Someone's gonna want to chat to man, fam. Is any 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 baby showing cheeks on there? Obviously, coronavirus. We're going through a tough time, so we need to see something. I'm trying to see that Corona coochie, bro. Corona. <laughs> you put that quarantine coochie. Hey, yo, what are you saying, fam? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, I was one of my co- old colleagues. All oh, right. Bro, it's mad. Let me um 
Uh, let me, shall I, shall, shall I intrude, um, what do you call it? Monroe's thing, Monique. Yeah, like if, you, if you're if you off the cuff listener, you remember when we had Monroe on and they love the sound of her voice. Let's see if she's what she's saying if she's live. Charlemagne, are we live? Yeah, she's playing games. Yeah, what's going on, man? What are you saying? I, I'm, hey, I'm recording live right now, yeah? So obviously we were telling we were telling our listeners that you were a guest previously. Okay. Mad views and that. Mm. Thank you. I was loving the voice and what can she hear me in that over there? And she 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 ain't bigging up foes. What's going on? <laughs> She's not bigging up foes. <laughs> She's on there with C Kane. Mm. Up to see Kane. Games. I'm just explaining to Falls the concept of house party. People could just intrude. It's, it's kind of mad. Like, I, I've taken all the warnings from social media because I am the type to come and open my phone without my wig on or my clothes on. Rah, this is mad. Oh, natural. That's how we like it. <laughs> nah, this quarantine has me looking uh, uh, dead right now, so... Uh, hey, what is that? A Congolese flag that I see, yeah? Nah, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> Large up my people, damn. Come on. Are you a Congolese? Yes. Shout out to the man with the alligator shoes. Um... Show falls an example of house fighting. I'm trying to get him on here. Uh, He's not ready. 100%. But yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up tonight. I'm pulling up tonight. I'll be on there. All right, then enjoy. All right, enjoy. Bye. All right, man. I'm pulling up. So, what, babes are on there um, doing natural Bro. vibes, yeah? Em- embracing the edges and that. That's what we want to see, man. We want to see it, man. You know. But hashtag like off the cuff pod. Come on. We are back. A good honest conversation. Never hurt anybody. Yes. Coronavirus. <laughs> Off the cuff worldwide, baby. Hey. hey, you know what, yeah? I'm loose of that Vossi. Just yeah. letting you know, bro. Listen, I'm there drinking a little rum. I'm, I'm doing poor. I'm having to do fizzy drinks, so no. There's no uh, juice in the fridge. So I have to go with lemonade with, with the Cocoa Mania. I look a bit of ice. Yeah, a little quarantine cocktail. Yeah, come on, man, for the cultured, you know. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so to the listeners, obviously, we couldn't let you guys just go without. Yeah, what kind of way? The studio, so we had to, you know, do a little makeshift something. A little improvisation, you know, we're not uncultured swines. We couldn't leave you without any content on these streets. It's a tough time. We're all going through exactly. it, you know. I can't lie, I was scrambling yeah. like that, bro. Go How are we going to record? As the weeks go by, though, we will um, up the quality of the audio, so apologies for that. Yeah, we'll be back to normal by next week, man. Something like, you know the vibes. Yeah, man, we'll have some some proper, proper mics and that. You know, was, even before we record, I was like, "How are we gonna? can we record today without talking about Corona? You know, the big C, a.k.a. Corona. Well, that's the thing, but it's dominating the... Um, the, the headlines at the minute. I just yeah. see on the news that Prince Charles has it. Yeah, but... He's only yeah, 71, so he's at risk. Yeah, he's tough, right? You be all right. <laughs> you tough, right? You, t- you tough, right? 
Hey, bro, you had a long run, bro. I mean, if it claps you, it claps you. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, Prince William is somewhere like saying, yes, 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 he's got it. Yes, my moment. <laughs> bro, I've, I've watched many a medieval um, like royal show and that where you see like skullduggery. You're right, mm-hmm. bro. Prince William's like, yes, bro, because the Queen ain't going nowhere. So he's like, bro, when's this woman going to leave, bro? Bro, the Queen will defeat that corona if it looked her in the eye. Bro, Queensland light, lighting, man. So bro, please. she'll pull up beside that corona how she did in the range the other day. Of course. What, what, what? what? Yeah, whipping a scourge and playing the background. Yeah. He's kind of got Prince, um, what's the, Prince Philip sat in the boot and that. The man there. Prince Philip, you know what, yeah, I don't even want to do it. He ain't going to last this this period, fam. No, no, he, he'll be all right, bro. They're man on their seventh heart, bro. Young African child, you know the vibes. <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, oh, allegedly. Can you still hear me there, player? Yeah, I can hear you. Man, man, sounding like you're recording from Bin Laden's cave and that. Yeah, bro. Sounding, sounding hella distant. Hmm. From NW to F. I mean, we ain't gonna put locations out there, but that's how you feel. <laughs> we'll fight for it, though. I'm sure they can. They can hear me clearly. Yeah, no, I can. Oh, I can hear you clearly. Yeah, no, because I, I lost you for a second. But I was like, where is he? Now what? My my laptop got coronavirus. So it's got the virus. Right. Getting real. Like Cardi B's giving us a classic in these streets of that coronavirus. Unintentionally, you know, right. these times you're struggling to put an album out because, like, there was no lead single. This this could be a lead single. Hey, it's going platinum in the streets, bro. Bro, that's my take. Yeah, you need that along with the hand sanitizer and the face mask. There you go. Get on TikTok right. and we live. Bro, bro, you can sell that as a package. Yeah, that's straight, bro. That's the that's the new wave. Sell your single with some face masks. Do your yeah. bit for the community. Get, get, if you buy the physical copy, it'll come with a face mask and some hand sanitizers. <laughs> uh, the baddest thing about it, this thing is so real, but if we don't laugh, we'll cry. Because I was sat here today, yeah, even before we got on the uh, on the old call and that for the podcast, and I see um like R.I.P. a young lady um, from Peckham has passed away. So Yeah, a young black lady. Um, let me find the, uh, the, the, the right information. Wanna, from Peckham, yeah, so it's local. yeah. Kayla Williams from Peckham, South London, died um, a day after calling nine nine nine. She was only thirty six. Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Does so, she, do you have any like pre existing health conditions? Doesn't say anything on here about having any pre existing conditions or any underlying health issues. Um, from what it says, let's look. Uh, Kayla Williams, a mother of three, died on Saturday, twenty first of March, a day after oh, paramedics. Lord. I can't even, I can't even like be lighthearted in that situation, man. I'm I don't know. Free, yeah, yeah, no, no. It's, it's, it's real. I don't, I don't know about any conspiracy theories. I know we sarcastically maybe joked a couple of weeks ago about it not affecting black people. And I'm, just, I hope people would reason that yes, we we're just making jokes at the time, but it is very real. And us being on lockdown at the moment, not like legal lockdown, but we've been advised to stay indoors and. Yeah, it just feels it feels a lot more real, and it's sad because when you start seeing people that kind of look like you or from communities like yours, then it suddenly starts to feel a lot more like yeah, this is 
this thing's outside, isn't it? And do you know what, yeah? Um, I did see something that um, Sky News had um, published today, that 21-year-old um, who has no pre-existing health conditions has, has died from the coronavirus. Um, and unfortunately, um, it's going to affect a lot of people. And do you know what it is? This is not even the worst of it at the, at, the, at this current moment in time. <laughs> Coronavirus is here to face anyone that isn't listening. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So um, I've got something up in front of me, um, which is five facts mm, to send your most stubborn or science-adverse science-averse friend or family member to get them to finally listen. Number one, people are contagious very early on in the infection, potentially even before they're symptomatic, right? Yeah. Number two, it can take up to 11 days for symptoms to appear after infection. Number three, the virus lives on um, surfaces from up to three days. Number four, the rate of the infection is growing very fast. And number five, which is the most important um, that we need to really take into consideration um, because of what we were told at the very beginning um, of the outbreak is that it's not just old people who are getting seriously sick, as we um, said earlier the 36 year old mama free and a 21 year old who unfortunately have lost their lives to um the coronavirus um yeah a lot of people a lot of young people have blown off the risk of um you know covid because most of the deaths have been reported in people over the age of 60 hmm but um, a lot of people have been hospitalized that have been young and healthy. And unfortunately, there's been some people that have lost their lives. So you've got to take this thing seriously. Um, I did see like um, a video clip of police officers in Shepherd's Bush telling people to go home after they were caught sunbathing in the park. Sunbathing? Can you be? All right, all right, cool. Just be a bit more light, light, lighthearted. Was it the whites? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I cannot confirm because I didn't see. Um, so the people were like f from like a pretty far distance, so I couldn't really make out um, what they were. But Shepherd's Bush is a, a a multicultural place. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. So okay, could, it could be a, could have been a mix. A little but bro, like even just going to the shop, I'm seeing man them outside. You niggas are being stupid. Hey, but what if we got the money to be made out here? <laughs> no? Not have to make no money? No, but... The streets, don't don't, really the, the streets don't stop, bro. Like, <laughs> during a time of epidemic, pandemic, the streets don't stop. People got to make their money on the roads. Hey, listen, yeah, if you're a part-time street pharmacist, yeah, pack it in and go home. You're not earning enough anyway. Right, talk spicy, man. Let's talk to them. If you're hustling part time, okay, fully on or fully off, bro. If I was on the corner, I'm full time, bro, because I'm risking my life. I can't be risking my life for fucking part time. 
and I over time I had baby. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? On the block every day. <laughs> I said hugging the black. Hugging the black. I love the black. So Man. emotional. <laughs> what was it say last week? I done sold weed, hash, heron. Heron. <laughs> I love the game. I love the hustle. I love the hustle. It's a difficult one, man, because, bruv, I'm going to be honest with you, this whole working from home thing is the ghetto. Bruv, it's the, it's the true ghetto working from home. It's so funny watching something you've complained, campaigned for. Now you get it, obviously, by force. And now I'm like, you know what? This ain't even that lit. But you know what, yeah? You see people like me, yeah? Man was doing that when it was underground, didn't it? Now it's mainstream. I'm just like... It doesn't have the same ring to it, fam. You're saying it ain't got the same je ne sais quoi. Nah, man, it ain't got it. it. Ain't got the va va voom that I need. Yeah, now nah, this whole working from home, bro, and it's and it's like I feel like I'm on the obol. Every every like yeah, every like hour, let's have a conference call. Oh, let's get on Slack. Have you checked your email? I'm like, brother, if if you want, I'll unplug the Wi-Fi right now, bro. Bro, <laughs> I'll unplug it. Bro, my manager was like, uh, um, yeah, I'm getting a bit of heat you lot ain't checking your Slack channels. And I'm like, brother, 8 a.m. Yeah, no, it's relaxed. <laughs> Bruv, it's 8 a.m. <sighs> yeah, they, they need to chill. Like, I get it. It's tough proof for everybody. I think because it's such an uncertain time, what happens is, like, when you're an employee further down the food chain, you have your direct line manager. They've got greased by their boss. That boss's boss has been greased. And someone above them. So by the time the greasing has got to you and the... You're like eighth in line, so but bro, I'm like yo, yo don't pass on to me because they got on to you. Like we're just down here doing our thing, and I'm trying to pay these bills, bro. That's about it. This is it, bro. Like, and um, it's got like it's got a lot of people's um brain working in ways that it wouldn't work, like if we were back in the office. Okay, talk to me. How is that playing out on your end? Fam, because obviously, like, I'm responsible for um, all our IT systems, right? Hmm. So I'm just like, all right, cool. How does it make things easier for me for it to make things easier for everyone else? Hmm. But people are complaining about the wrong things. The wrong things, bruv. Like, for example... So obviously, you know, like on Zoom calls, yeah, you've got like the option to have like a virtual background. Yeah. Yeah. People are complaining that we don't have like um, any company branded virtual backgrounds. So marketing have kindly created one without consulting us first, but now it's too big for some people's computers to handle. The files are too big. I can't do anything about that. But is this something that you really want to complain about? Because number one, can you have the Zoom call? Yes, you can. Just deal with the background that you have. I'm sorry if you're if you put your house on blast, but level up your living conditions then. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Obviously, some people ain't got. Listen, some people ain't got curtains up. They ain't got lampshades on, on the flipping on, on to cover the their lights and that. Yeah. Wallpaper, chips. You know, some so people don't have curtains anyway. Yeah. So that's your own. Nice, but nice bit of casual racing from you, Vans. 
No, no problem. It's just an, a, a slight observation, that's all. Yeah, all right, cool. Listen, took your shit, bro. We here, we partying. You know what, yeah? Mm. What I've noticed, yeah, with this um, um, house party app, it's taken everyone away from the other apps. Oh, from all your Instagrams, your Snapchats, your Twitter. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. Have the naysayers start? Because you know how, how things are. Once it seems like everybody and their mother's enjoying it, then you get the um, the party. I ain't going on fucking yeah. yeah, has that started yet? Yep. Uh, cool, I'm definitely going to jump on then. I'm going to come on there in a nice vest. I've got some, some fresh vest from Primark. Medium, medium fit. Uh, you know, the G oh, tank top. open, yeah. Uh, at least I've got some in the stash, bros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Singlet thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, singlet thing, man. All white, baby, you know. It's medium. Hugging, hugging hey, the shoulders. Sure, and yeah. I was having a conversation with my boy about singlets, yeah? Mm. And I was like, right, is it a black thing? Because uh, all our moms wanted us to rock singlets. Bro, this, remember, this is pre-coronavirus. This is when it was just cold, normal flu and that. They didn't want us out here getting caught slipping, so you had to have that. I feel like I was conditioned to wear a vest, like, at all times. Yeah, you got to keep it on you. Come on, man, protect yourself at all right. times. Because you know my thing, yeah? When I go out and I'm trying to get lit lit, I do the shirt with the, with the buttons. <laughs> I'm buttoned, didn't it? Yeah, but that's what you try. That's when you're on your R&B back. <laughs> man, I can't really wear the shirt. I can't really wear the, the singlet underneath the shirt if I'm doing unbuttoned. Yeah, no, it's, it, that, that's, that drip ain't drippy, bro. Pastor told you disappointed. I can't be unbuttoned, baby, with singlet. Yeah, no, you can't. No, you could. Velvet vans with a singlet on? Mm-mm. Come on, man. Come Even on, if man. Like, you were from Yard, yeah, the singlet was string, innit? Yeah, fam. But it, was, <laughs> but it was a singlet anyhow. Bro, only men of culture wear singlets. Come on. If you ain't got a singlet yet, are you really black? That's a very important question. It's a very important question. I'll put that to our listeners. How many of you still got the singlets in the stash? I know everybody's yeah, trying like, to do... Everyone's bro, trying to do drip. Yeah, then a singlet or a jumper, a singlet thing will run. But if I'm wearing a shirt, man, I can't really do the singlet thing. No, 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 you can't. You know, you know, look who Zara numbers in that form. Remember we went to the um, Live and Proof R&B party? And I was in a, mm. was in a polka dot with yeah, the man shirt unbuttoned. And yeah, that. six buttons minimum. <laughs> <laughs> man, we're in the dance. I can see their belly buttons. I said, it was the, the man that was dressing like Fox, way more than the women's. I said, what's going on? The navel in that. Come on, man. Show your belly button. Drip or drown. <laughs> drip or drown, my brother. What's your um, your like self isolation drip saying? Because you know, like, oh, I'm in all black. You get me. Yeah, yeah, no one, no one did it on your work. Man's war ready on the on the conference call and that. War ready, bro. I was in the office earlier with like, um, you know, like the the, the gloves and that, the spandex gloves and that. Oh, the proper thing. All black. Yeah, you're, 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 all black, bro. Yeah, you're, you're doing a lot still. I've, um, I've, I can't like I said earlier, the ghetto and it is working from home thing. I was, I've been struggling, but we, I feel like. It's going to be around for a little while, so man just has to kind of firm it, get used to it. Thank my lucky stars that um, I'm touch wood that it doesn't happen, that I'm not ill, or none of my loved yeah. ones are ill. So Of course, of course. Obviously, like, yesterday, we had a quick chat on the um, on the FaceTime and that, mm. and I was asking you, like, obviously, like, you live with your missus, like, but you lot are quarantined, didn't it? So, yeah. like, have you lot tried to kill each other yet? Because... I'll be trying to like punch up my 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 pillow sometimes. 
That's how crazy I'm going. <laughs> hey, we'll put it this way. I'm on the, I'm, I'm, I'm podding right now, innit? So if one of us is dead, it ain't me, innit? If one of us dies, it won't be me, innit? I will survive. <laughs> Bro, we ain't trying to kill each other, but put it this way, like, she wants a dog. I don't want the dog. But don't be surprised if there's a dog in the house within two days, innit? French bully, innit? Bro, realise that I'm never coming to your house again if you have this dog. I mean... <laughs> Man's not a dog Donny, bruv. Hey, man, French bully, bro. There's going to be well-trained, naming Kunle, you know, be under manners. Man's you know? doing voulez you know, French dogs. Yeah, French bully, baby. <laughs> oh, y'all got money, money? I don't want the dog. You know that as a man, you start thinking, am I falling off? Bro, when are you? Where are you getting this dog from, bro? bro I don't. I I don't, bro. The only necessary question I ask in my life when it comes to my lady are, how much is it going to cost me? <laughs> Can I minimize these costs? A lie. Is That's it worth it? it? Nah, personally, bro, I'm not. I didn't grow up as a pet person. Like my family, don't give a shit about pets like that. I mean, shout out to the people that do. I know some people are very um animal friendly. I ain't got anything against pets. It just. I grew up on a block, bro. Like, we barely had room for us. That's enough amount to feed, bro. Like, I unless, never had a garden, you know. Bro, unless the dog's ready to eat pounded jam, you better get with the programme, bro. You know. Bro. Yeah, because, like, I was at my boy's house, like, a couple of weeks back here. And, like, his dog's getting, it, like, old, isn't it? Ah, okay. And I used to hate his dog, bro. Every time he used to knock for him in that year, his the dog would greet you. On it, yeah. Bro, now the dog's not even bothered, bro. Yeah, the dog's like, bro, I can't even afford to buy you. If I, that one bite is the only energy I got for the day, bro. So I let you live. You know when the dog's thirteen, yeah. In dog years, they're about eighty-eight. Oh, she had dogs had a good run then, bro. Bro, dogs moving like Prince Philip, cuz. <laughs> just looking, just looking mad old, oh, bro. This podcast never gets to the heights it needs to get to. It's because of Prince Philip. I'm calling it from early conspiracy theory. Prince Phillips be getting hella shots from us, bro, for no reason. Seven hearts and that. Like, bro. Mm. Man are crashing in the range, like, and getting a new one the next day. He needs corn. Yeah, live corn. Straight corn, fam. But yeah, don't judge me if you see me on the ground with a dog and that. You you know the vibes. Ah, you've become one of them Donnies. I'm going to hold that, innit? We'll see what happens, innit? I've been getting swayed. Oh yeah, if the if the dog gives birth and that French bullies, it'd be they're worth like a grand. So I was I was doing yeah, the math. Like, you're getting yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you got to whore out the dog, fam. Come on, bro, pimping curly over here, bro. <laughs> what, what do you what do you think this is, bro? They call me Fendi Foes for a reason. Pimp hands strong. Yeah, and I need after once the quarantine's over, that Fendi Foes ripped around. I need to I need to come and show you like this Fendi drip. Yeah, yeah, bro. You need at least one little piece of Fendi, bruv. I'm fuming because I'm meant to be in Jamaica. I was meant to be in Jamaica grabbing cheeks on the beach. I was meant to be in shade. Wait, wait, wait. Whose cheeks? Come on, but there's only one pair of cheeks that I grab, bro. You know, what's wrong with this guy? Just making sure. Reminds me of like a Russian spy. Are you all right, bruv? <laughs> what happens in Jamaica stays in Jamaica, yeah? What Ochi, happens Ochi, in Jamaica? Baby. What happens in Jamaica stays in Jamaica. Yeah, that's that's my friend's wedding. It's you know it's 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 such a it's a bit of sweet thing, but it's a humbling thing with like this thing we call life, isn't it? Because yeah, 
you make all these plans, you set things in place, you bro, what save my money, you do all bro, this, like, and life can just chin check you. Nice, how humble you? What do you mean you had plans? Who were you? Who did, where did you think you was going? Hmm? Bro, remember hmm? when I said to you, yeah, everything could be like patterned normally or yeah. like smoothly, and then life will just look down and be like, all right, one sec, I hmm. just fuck the whole shit up. Yeah, God's like banner, banner. Bro, this, these are weird times. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm saying? I'm already like formulating like shit that I'm that I'm gonna be telling my daughter because like when she gets older, she's not really gonna remember all these things in it. So I'm gonna be like, yeah, man, I had to fight off a zombie. You know what I'm saying? Come Just on. like the well being of the family and that. I was out here hunting for I food. Out here. I am legend vibes. Do no dog, bro. Lone soldier in it. <laughs> I was out here, my French bully. <laughs> With, with, with the big shotgun and my bell staff jacket. The real truth was you was in Asda fighting for tissue. But hey, 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 we all love a, we all love a good remix in it, in it. So and I just say yeah that you niggas that are doing toilet roll challenge, doing kick ups, yeah, and then wiping your ass with it later. This is why people are getting coronavirus. Don't talk your conspiracy, man. Just talk your shit, Bruv, Don't be doing kick ups, yeah. Especially the Donnies that are doing kick ups with their crepes. Are you mad? Yeah, no, it, it now, was me up because my kick up game is strong in it. Yeah, just to let you know in it, just to, just in case people think I'm hating. Are you you definitely hating? But listen, a little sprinkle of hate never hurt anybody. What? Just because I'm calling people out, I'm hating. I ain't yeah, hating. Yeah, I'm just being I'm doing devil's advocate for the niggas that are doing kick ups. Nah, <laughs> yeah, man, ain't no devil in this on this podcast. Ah, Splashing holy water right now. Ah, right, cool, right, cool. Reject. <laughs> so reject. <laughs> we rebuke. Yeah, no, I don't call me out. I don't want to be on Instagram. If you see me on niggas on Instagram, topless. Man are doing, man are doing press up challenge. A hundred press ups. Are you okay? No full range of movement. Just like a half press. Now I'm not gonna say I could do a hundred press ups in a go, but I'd rather do forty clean ones than sixty crap ones. Just saying, bro. Man, I headbutt in the floor. That's not a press up. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of cheating and that. But hey, man, it's so funny watching all of us like trying to find a way to cope through this like this issue we're having. Some people are some people are like able to just be still and not I'm not saying there's a bad or a good way to do it, but some people are able to be still and just do them, spend time with their family, whether that's read, catch up on mm. some documentaries they've not watched in a long time, that hobby that they've put to the side there, you know, picking it back up. I've um I've been watching this Tiger King on Netflix. What's that? Uh, it's about this Donnie called Joe Exotic. I know Joe Exotic is not a porn star. He's uh, a wild. Yeah, Joe Exotic is a, nah, Joe Exotic is a wild, wild, wild man. <laughs> but um, he is, I'd say, like an animal lover. But you can judge for that yourself when you watch the documentary. I mean, it just kind of oh. tells his journey through t- getting all these tigers and lions legally or illegally, and the few that he has with people locally who are kind of in the same industry as, it, as him. Um, his relationships with these two young men. Like, he's a very wild individual. Like, yeah, so it's a good watch. I don't want to do spoiler. It's called Tiger mm. King. It's on Netflix. Um, I'd say within, like, two, three episodes, you'll get the gist oh, of what it's all about. Oh, hang on. Um, I'm recording the pod. I'm recording the pod. <laughs> you, you still have a house party, bro? Damn, I forgot to, like, come out of it. Sorry. I'm just getting babes pulling up like, hey, 
Hey, ple- Pleasure V, El Velvet. El Velvet, you know. Yeah, I, that's what I've been watching. I need to re-up on the Velvet things, fam. Listen, once this is all over, everyone show their drip, yeah? Once we're back outside, in the words of Pop Smoke, niggas say they're outside. Right now, we're inside, yeah? <laughs> but we'll be outside very soon. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Pop Smoke. Yeah, God willing, uh, universe willing. But yeah, you was asking what I'm watching. Um, there's another, I'd say, like, could call it a documentary? Um, self-made. Uh, which oh, someone told me about that, you know. Yeah, it tells a lot. Have anyone seen Self Made? And I was like, uh, no. Yeah, you probably, probably, you probably thought it's a rapper thing. Self Made, do these rappers call themselves Self Made? these rappers are saying Self Made. I was like, yeah, I've heard MMG's Self Made, Volume 1, 2, and 3, but I, I ain't seen no Self Made. What's it, what's it about, man? Give us a breakdown. Yeah, no, it just details the life of Madam CJ Walker which from, like, the Guinness um, book of, like, world records or whatever, she's down as the first black female millionaire in the US. Like, really? Post, yeah, post, like, slavery period. She had a hair product which, like, rejuvenated the edges and regrowth. And, yeah, she was just... It details her rise through struggling. Imagine being one a woman, being black, not long after segregation, trying to fight mm. through um, the business world, you know, so that it's it's uh, if anybody knows the story of Madam CJ Walker, if not, uh, watching this documentary made me want to go and read up on her story a lot more. I just um, googled her. She was born in um, 1867 in Delta, Louisiana. Yeah, and Deep she sad. died on um, the 25th of May, 1919, in Irvington, New York. Yeah, her net worth of 10 million dollars. So imagine that in today's time, she's balling. Yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, so, so it's a good watch. It was just, a, it's just, a, I don't want to like, I'll be frank, it was annoying in parts just because of the music selection. The music oh, really? selection, oh, yeah. For, but there's like a point where I heard dubstep, like it was too current. Uh, like, you had music. one job, man. Yeah. Whoever, whoever was like the music director for that, you had one job. Yeah, it was too current. And there were bits where she basically, in her early part of her ride, she has like a rivalry with another lady who was, kind of doing a similar product to her. Mm. Um, and they keep they keep panning to scenes where both these characters are in like a boxing ring. Like it just, right. it's just it's just awkward. Like maybe once for comedic effect or to get the point across that their rivals was fine. But they did so, like four or five times. Like, um Cantu beef and share moisture. Yeah, if you're gonna put it like that. There we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that, right, 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 right. That type of thing. But it's a it's a it's a good enough watch for me. Like I said it'll wow, it really running sh- out of the bus. What one? Yeah, bro, because man's drinking like a fish over there, bro. Sip, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro we're going to be indoors for a little while, bro. Sip slowly, yeah? Drink responsibly, yeah? <laughs> man's over there bro. guzzling the juice. Bro, I ain't even going to lie. Last night, yeah. <laughs> okay, we talk about it. A lot of us are becoming alcoholics low-key. Man, I'm drinking bro. week to week, every night. Well, Everyone's going to come out of this quarantine in, yeah, like with a drinking problem. Yeah, like, in fact, from, from quarantine to Alcohol Anonymous. Bro, straight. Yeah. Self-isolating in, in, in both ways, fam. Yeah, no, just take time over there, bro. Because even me, like, I usually have a plethora of uh, of beverages up in the fridge. I'm looking, yeah. This is how bad it's got. I'm down to the absolute vodka that I got gifted and moved in. I'm not drunk. It's getting peak. I'm going to have to crack it open. Bro, man's got the absolute. We don't drink vodka in this house. Bro, man's got the anti-black drinks in the, in the yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
risk it for a chocolate biscuit, innit? <laughs> you have to risk it. Well, also still on Corona, though. You see Lethal B had the, um, the Corona party. Irresponsible. irresponsible. Yeah, irresponsible. That you feel? Irresponsible, bruv. Just because you got a wraith doesn't mean that you're immune, bro. <laughs> how, do we, how do we get to the wraith? <laughs> bro, these niggas think that they're above the shit, you know? Niggas here, they outside. Big man Tinga. Yeah? One of my brethren's is, um, older brothers was in that, at that very same party. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And, um, she was telling me that she was cussing. Oh, yeah. Don't come back in the yard. Ah, hey, Social yeah. distancing, bro. Yeah, no, it's, it's got to be taken seriously, man. Do you know what it is? It's just like our people sometimes just feel like, I think, we just, it, I think Brits across the board. Like I saw, obviously, Weekend Gone, as soon as the news came out on Friday, people in the park. Yeah. Were outside, like, before they really shut down the bars and the outside bars and, like, like almost like nothing's happened. I know it feels like, it can't affect you. And for the most part, many of us are going to be okay. Many of us may have it and have it mildly, but it well, is The thing true. is that a lot of people don't um, take into consideration is that it's not about necessarily yourself. It's about others. It's about others. It's about people that you may be in contact with that could affect. And um, unfortunately, bro, we've got to a point where people are actually losing their lives. Very true, but I think it's exposed. It's getting to a point where, like, this person's telling me that, are like, yeah, one family, one family member has it. The other, the other person's family member has it, or like someone that they know has it, bruv. G Fresh came out the other day and said that he has it. He had it. He said he's been having it for a couple weeks, and it's only because people, people want him to say something. And I think I do respect that and salute him for doing it because. From the I read his um his Insta story post, he basically said verbatim that his people have been kind of honoured to come out and speak, and I think that it's important he he's done that, and more people that on his level, if they do have the symptoms or are ill, they do that just to yeah. remind people that like if he can get that person, it can get it can get you. It doesn't discriminate on age, ethnicity, um, it does, race, bro. religion, gender, like <laughs> the Rona. <laughs> clap anybody. Bro, that Rona is out here, man. Rona, that equal, Rona equal opportunity, Rona. One thing I respect, no discrimination. Mm, anybody straight. anybody can get it. Anybody. No. Hey, right, one sec, though. I need to go to the toilet. Can't lie. What's going on with this brother over here, bruv? <laughs> one second. This is outrageous, bruv. I'm over here partying, partying on my own. But big ups to the listeners, though. I love and appreciate y'all. Shouts out to uh, Mias After 7, who joined us last week. We had a dope little sit-down with, with you guys, just waiting on the footage from uh, Almighty Sosa, cameraman, just fixing up, cleaning up, and uh, correcting a few things. And that should be with you all, hopefully, end of this week. By the time this podcast is out, you may even get some footage. So, so make sure you check out the, uh, the Instagrams, the Twitters. We'll make sure you post the links on there as well. As soon as Vans gets back, I'm gonna ask him if he's uh, if he's washed his hands, because that's uh, that's something we all need to do. Wash your nasty fingers, yeah, and don't forget the thumb, because I see some people on the on the gram showing us how to wash their hands. But yeah, you, you're forgetting the thumb, my G. That's important. Got to keep keep that shit clean. Shouts out to the mothers. Mother's Day was on the uh, on the weekend. Hope you uh, still were able to uh, give Mumsy 
uh, a lovely afternoon in whatever capacity you could do. If you're on the same gaff, then I'm, I'm sure you did something. If you're in separate houses and you was practicing social distancing, then unfortunately, I'm sure some of you weren't able to do anything. But next year, uh, we go again, God willing, universe willing. This ain't an excuse to not get mumsy a gift. She'll still be expecting a gift. Even if it's a cheeky little M&S voucher, then yeah, send that her way. The car you have to, you have to big up mumsy. Fans has been gone for a little, a little minute. Right, I'm back. Are you back? I was, yeah, I was just saying bad things about you. Did you wash your hands? I did. All right, cool. Do you wash your, you, do you wash your thumbs? Bro, I always wash my hands. No, did, did you wash What's your thumbs? Huh? Did you wash your thumbs? Bro, isn't isn't my thumbs a part of my hands? I, I see certain man just doing the 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 Birdman hand rubbing that, missing out the thumb. And that. <laughs> man is looking in the mirror like with a smug face doing yeah, the Birdman hand rub. Right, yeah, what well, I'm clean? What no Rona? I'm clean. These times it's on the thumbs. Bro, I can't believe yeah that um during this time people are reminded of how to wash your hands. Yeah, motherfucker. Listen, we gotta tell the peoples, man. I was just seeing what's his done. Oh, you, you tough, right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna pour up something else. Actually, I like. It. I still got some rivers. Yeah, we're going, we're doing rivers right Jesus now. Jesus Christ, brother! Are you gonna make it to the end of this pod? What's that like, man? What's wrong with this guy, bro? Man said he's got the rivers. Yeah, That's not bro. something light, bro. Bro, when you're indoors, it's light, bro. And then obviously... I've seen that take out big men. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm a bigger man. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bigger nigga. Touche. Yeah. And also, like, there's benefits in it, you know. Like, when the pod is done and that, you were saying we, we are like, me and the lady are going to kill each other. I might go and kill her with kindness. Yeah? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the vibes, innit? I know the vibes. Rivers in the system... Yeah, yeah. Put it to good use, isn't it? Don't waste it. Must be nice. I know, you know, performance enhancing drugs, rivers, you know. <laughs> go and flex, go and flex small, small. I was even saying, um, I was like, when you was gone, I was just saying shouts out to uh, the mothers, any, any, any mothers that listen or any of our listeners that are able to uh, do something for Mother's Day. It was a bit annoying with what's going on if you ain't, if you don't live your mum and you was practicing social distancing. It's, oh, it's, yeah, of course. Cool bit of a weird time because you know you like you want to see your mum but like if you're you know trying to practice things to the letter of the law you've got to do it via FaceTime oh yeah for sure man shout outs to my mum though shout outs to your mum yeah. obviously shout outs to my daughter's mum the baby mother you know mm. like you got to big up all the mums out there man doing an amazing job you know what I mean doing a fantastic job and um you know what I mean? Like sometimes it in in this in this climate, man, you just have to kind of um I think what was more more important to my mum is just that all her kids were were able to to be around and um you know, just it just kind of like makes sense of, you know, her 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 purpose of being a mum. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that she can um, sort of um, be grateful that she's still here and seen everyone grow all up. Her kids are, all her kids are healthy, her family's healthy. Um, so, yeah, man, it's just, um, 
it it wasn't anything extravagant, man. It was just like being in each other's company was was enough, um, especially for my mum, in particular. Yeah, now my mum's very understated generally, anyway. But I'm definitely going to put her in that bus down Gelly. What about one way or another? Before I leave this earth, she needs the bus down Gelly one time for the culture. Mm. Yeah, you know, because she'd be working hard. I was going to even like segue to a slightly different combo, but whilst we're on the topic of mums, yeah. You know, like, I always get, not, I don't get the impression, but, like, I see it. My mom's very proud of being a mom, and she's very, like, on it, like, even as we've grown older. Do you ever feel a little bit guilty as your your mother's child when they don't have much else outside of us or outside of work? What do you mean? Like, you know, there's, like, maybe for certain points in, you know, like, we have hobbies, we have, let's say, like, okay, cool. Let's say you got a pod, you got work, you got your social social life, you got yeah. other interests. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, you're lit, man. You're more than just a mum. Like, it's a great accomplishment. It's amazing. You're very, yeah. like, I know it's dope for you, but like, brother, I'm grown, bro. Like, live your life. I'm grown. <laughs> like, I'm out here enjoying. I want you to enjoy as well. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? Yeah, my mum's always been quite larger than life anyway. Yeah. Um, so, like, I can't even... Um, I mean, she always says, like, oh, yeah, you know, you're too busy, like, for us or whatever. And Wait, reference to you? Like, yeah, but I'm like, mum, like, you've got four other children. <laughs> Go look after them. <laughs> I'm grown! I'm grown. You got four other children, um, you know. I got you, you got both my sisters, and you've got two of my bros. So it just so happens I'm the oldest boy. Yeah. Sometimes, like my presence is wanted. Yeah, um, you know, like low key head of the house, man. You know, you know, patriarchy, baby. Uh, low key, yeah, low key, man. So um, she knows that I'm like for the for the most part when I'm not at home, I'm. I'm working. Yeah. Or I'm with my daughter. So there's those are two things that she she can't really complain about. And if anything, she's like, she's proud of you how you're moving, isn't it? So it's like going take care of Oh yeah, one hundred percent, man. Um and um like my mum's got like a million things going on anyways, you know what I'm saying? And plus she has my dad as well. Yeah. So it's like cool. You know, she can do her thing. She set up her own business. Like, her oh, and my sister dope. are thriving. Shouts to Femprop. So, on Instagram, if 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 your establishment or house needs a cleaning, just go to Instagram and hit up Femprop. Um, that's F-E-M-M-E-P-R-O-P-R-E. So, yeah, go and check them out. They're doing all right, man. I'm seeing like them they're they're doing stuff like they've got like influencers as their clients and that people from Love Island and them things. So I'm like, alright. Alright, light stunt. I'm like, alright. You do your thing, man. So um but yeah, man, like um she does have a lot of things going on, so I don't necessarily feel too guilty about um not being around as much. Mm. And it wasn't even um, just that, it was more like maybe obviously I think on your end, she's got a lot more going on, maybe a bit more context. Like my mum was I don't even know if I weren't equipped, but like traditional Pentecostal mm. Christian yes. African mum. So life is very much centered around her children, yeah. her, her, her husband, and church. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now I'm out. Yeah, I'm out of the house. My other sister's out the house. The last one's left. Mm. <laughs> my dad's wherever he's at, <laughs> doing his that thing. One of them ones, regular business trips. So it's just her and my sister. I'm always worried. Like once that last little one leaves, mm. what's mum's going to be up to in it? And like our sister is not even in London like that, already raising her own family. So maybe that's where my worry stemming from. And I don't know if it's a rational fear or I'm just being a bit too apprehensive, but I'm like, yo, you've lived your life. You flex, you made bad sacrifices. Yeah. I want you just to like, do you? Because back in the day, clothing business, she was the Avon lady. She'd done her thing. And I'm sure there's reasons why to maybe those things would have stopped because, you know, we would have become more important. You've got to switch your pitch a bit to make sure you're, yeah. in, the, you're in the yard because you're the primary caregiver. There's certain sacrifices as a, a woman. And mm. add, add all those extra caveats and contexts being where you're from, the religion, tradition, all those things, and your ideologies you believe in, you will put yourself on a back burner for the greater good of your, your children and that. So I think Bro, that's, like, that's, that's where yeah. it stems from a little bit. And I think I was feeling that and thinking about that. Obviously, we're indoors in at the minute, so we've got a lot mm. more time to think. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think it was kind of playing on my mind a little bit on Sunday, just going with it being Mother's Day. Mm. So yeah, you look at your mum and you're like, rah, like, you know, you start thinking certain things. But um, my mum would be the best to say that, like, you know, we've um, she's still living her life and stuff, like, but um, she was like, it's I've lived, she's lived, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she wants us to live. She wants yeah. us. She wants to see us live. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like so. Um, it's, I think my mum had like the foresight from quite early on that you know her her three eldest children were just gonna grow up and leave the house, so that's why she decided to have two more. And those how this is how my brothers came about. Oh, you say con- contingency planning that? <laughs> Bro, my little brother is like eleven. Do you know what I'm saying? So, so, like, he's going between you two. Is wild, bro. He could be. He, could, he could be your you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, do you know what I'm saying? The, the age gap is like 20 years. Mm. So um, it's it's crazy. And my other brother is 16, so... Be real. When, when that when that 11-year-old comes, sorry to cut you, I bet, be honest, you're like, fam, come on, be be serious, bro. Don't don't tell me you're pregnant again. <laughs> bro, I looked at my dad like, what are you doing, fam? Yeah, yeah, hang it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? I said, hang it up. What are you... Bro, I was at uni. No, I was like, do you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what's going on? Mm. What is going on? So yeah, she's very much like involved in their lives. Like she's really invested in in what whatever they're up to and stuff. And um, it's good to see, bro. Um, trust me, man. And, and it keeps her active as well. It keeps oh. it keeps both of the parents active. And you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's essentially them going again. And now. They've got a grandchild as well, so it's like <laughs> it's it's just more things to add, isn't it? So, mm. um, what I'm basically saying is, give your mum a grandchild. <laughs> All right, cool. The river's in the system, baby. What it do, baby? All right, all right, cool. All right. But yeah, you, another friendly reminder. Yeah, yeah. you look, you look be asking for this, innit? When I want to chill for the weekend, come and look after the you, innit? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're having a baby, when are you going to step up and be an uncle, innit? <laughs> That's the question. That's the main question. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, That's the main pressing question, fam. But yeah, man. 
Yeah, well, uh, since, once the quarantine is done, come listen, that's the one good thing about quarantine. Really and truthfully, you're indoors more. So he's asking about, like, have you killed each other? You should be pamming more. Now is the time to reconnect. Oh, that is a good question. Are you pamming more? Come on, man. Pam through the pandemic. Pandemic pamming. You need to come through this period on the other end and be like, yeah, 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 we, we back, we lit. We lit, bruv. Uh, do you know what, yeah? When I come out of this, like... I'm sleeping better. I'm more. I'm well rested. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Skin looking clean. <laughs> I've wanna come out of this quarantine. Jesus Christ! You saying you back? El Velvet. Look up your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call the police on you, bro. I say a man on the loose, dick and dash. Lock up your daughters. All right, all right, player. Because when I come through, hey, it's a mad thing. Mine's over there abusing the soundboards, you know. Hey, listen, I've I got should... to abuse satin, bruv. I'm all ne- alone in this room. I should never give you niggas a soundboard, bruv. Never, ever. <laughs> should never give you niggas a soundboard. Ever. Can we, um, you know, obviously, it's it's corona-specific, um, but obviously it's on the political spectrum. So I don't think we've spoken politics in a little while, yeah? Um, the, the government's reaction, obviously, we're in lockdown at the moment, like a yes. full lockdown. It's not necessarily strict, strict like that, but... Mad loopholes in the lockdown. Yeah, it may be coming. How do you feel about the Conservatives' response from an economical, fiscal point of view, job protection, etc., since we've been um, going through this uh, this whole virus period? I think that they didn't anticipate or they didn't realise how severe this thing could be. Yeah. Because they were blinded by the coin. But some things are more important than the coin. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In terms of protecting the coin for them. Yeah. There's enough coin to go around and to make or to reassure the nation that they will be covered during tough times like this. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's a lot of people that are out of work and because that they're out of work, the companies are not willing to pay them. Mm. But the bills are still real. Bro, if anything needs to socially distance itself from me, it's these bills. Bro, can you pay these bills? Mm. All right, you know, now. <laughs> myth. Yeah, man. And um, salute to all the key workers out there, man. Just um, just to make that clear, they're doing an amazing job. Um there's the Excel Center in Stratford that has um, been made as a makeshift hospital for the NHS to facilitate all um, those that are, um, you know, ill. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bro, I'm going to slide tackle my brother in a second, bruv. Oh, well, God. <laughs> he thinks that it's a drill concert from next door. Listen, do you them are trying to survive through corona as well, man? If if dip dip in a man's wusha, whatever the lyrics up mean, is gonna help him get him through it. Let him do his thing. Yeah, but anyway, as I was saying, um I see um Amir Khan has offered like one of his establishments up for um to create a makeshift hospital as well, if needed, um for the NHS. Um, so, yeah, man, there's a lot of people that, like, are taking this seriously and are banding together to make sure that there is enough um, for 
people to come and do what they need to do in order to save um, the people. They said that this is the biggest threat to the UK in um, recent years. Yeah. So... Do you think we're going to go into recession? Do you think that's uh, on the horizon? It is possible. Yeah. I'll lie to you. Um, because... Just take a look outside, bro. Yeah. Um, it's just... it just The energy just feels weird. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So um, there's... It's it's gonna get a lot worse before it gets better. Yeah, but I don't, it's weird. Like I think coming from the communities we come from, man's always been in recession, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's always been bleak. So if anything, if anybody's gonna survive this year, it's gonna be us. It's gonna be us. So pull out that tin corned beef, that tuna. I know ideally you'd only be eating meat or fruit from a can because of the metal. Shout out to the hoteps and the alkaline crew. I understand. I hear you. But right now, we need to survive, innit? If that corned beef is going to help us get through this pandemic, then chef up that corned beef, innit? Two-two garlic, couple peppers, whatever. You do your thing. You know, plump some plum tomatoes and that. Quick, quick, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to do what you got to do, bro, because we can't come and die because of corona, bro. Like I said, not to make light of it, but if I don't laugh, I'm going to cry and I, I, I pick laughter, innit? You know, I was asking you about, like, affecting... Yeah, I pick laughter, bro. That's how I pick. I pick laughter. You know, so that, at all times, pick laughter. Banner, you know. Um, I was asking you about, like, effects on the economy and stuff, yeah. I don't know if you how you felt initially at the start when it felt like Boris was dilly-dallying. I don't even remember you spoke maybe a couple of weeks ago and we played yeah. a clip of, um, of him talking about um, we'll take it on the chin and herd immunity and X, Y, and Z. And I look, I do a bit of digging. So insuranceage.co.uk... Mm. Um, they tried to defend Boris Johnson's Bieber pay. So Bieber is the British Insurance Brokers Association. Um, right. And obviously the, uh, the the acronym is Bieber. Not Justin, not Justin, yeah? Yeah, not Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> Bieber Bieber, you know? Right. So um, Tory leadership, um, hopeful at the time, before obviously he was Prime Minister, was a keynote speaker at a 2019 Bieber conference in May. Boris Johnson was paid... 25,540 English pounds to speak at the conference, um, according to the House of Commons Register of Members Financial Interest. So now when I look at that, I'm like, isn't it interesting that he gets paid that and then months later when we're in the in, like, in the early stages of this pandemic and it seems like you're dilly-dallying, why didn't you want to close businesses? Why? Because the insurance guys have to pay out. And the insurance guys are your buddies. You go to lunch. You guys are on the golf course. You communicate. You're in the WhatsApp, the emails, in the, you know, in those corridors of power, in the mm. shadows, you know. The donnies mm. that you have to go and grease their palms where they burp you, you know. Or a sits on their lap. You know, they, uh, they they put their hand in his back on a ventriloquist vibe, you know. You can't go against them and close the, these establishments because if you close... Uh, these pubs, these bars, these clubs, what are they going to do? They're going to ring up the insurance. Ring, ring, ponder, insurer. Real quick. That's fucked. You know? And hey, you, some people might think I'm clutching the straws here, but I find it quite like a winky dink that mm. um, he dilly dallies and stalls. Because yeah. listen, B- Boris, when he signed up for this job, yeah, he thought he was going to be a walk in the park, a breeze. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and now this nigga's looking disheveled because he actually has to turn up to work. <laughs> 
Well, tell her, bro, show up. Bro, walk in a park. Show up, my nigga. Bro, Boris thought he was going to be out here chilling, doing volivons and, and, and champagne lunches and that. Just chilling with his business mates. But now you actually have to, you know, get your hands dirty, come and do public addresses every evening, you know, practice your lines so you don't fluff them and look like a bumbling idiot for once. Yeah. So it's like there's there's elements of this which has been proper interesting just watching how they manoeuvre. And it's, for me, it feels like the conservatives are appropriating Labour policies. Like, yeah. You know, they have to because you can't. You acted months ago, there was no money. Suddenly there's money. Now, dig a bit deeper. Whatever bailouts happen for like self employed individuals, we're going to suffer in the long run, whether it's us directly or our children. Whatever money they borrow us in this period right now is going to have to be paid back. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. Even with business owners, I don't know if you saw the thing about uh, Richard Branson, you know, um, he caught a lot of flack. Um, at the earlier part of, of this um, this epidemic, because um, if I'm right, they were kind of stalling um, with Virgin Jobs. So yeah. there, there was this proposal of um, certain members of staff taking eight weeks unpaid leave. Really? You know, and then you look and you see, okay, cool. I don't know, without doing research, how much stake Brett Richard Branson at this point has in Virgin as, you know, as an entity, whether that's the trains the planes, mm. all the other business endeavours, just Virgin brand. But you mm. look at Donnie's Sir Richard Branson, a very wealthy individual. He is the face of the company, rightly or wrongly. So yes, you're going to um, get some flack. And yeah. then I, I see I see a U-turn, you know. So Sir Richard Branson has vowed to invest $215 million into his Virgin business to protect jobs following the outbreak of the coronavirus. He's made the pledge um, in a blog post in which he said his company's which include travel and leisure, were in a massive battle to survive. Obviously, um, anybody in the uh, in the leisure industry at the minute is suffering. Like, like well, I, said, I, I was meant to be going to Jamaica. If you're if you're a travel company on your knees at the moment, if you own a restaurant, I've got a friend that owns a restaurant called Drums and Flats, which is um, in Box Park, Wembley, ghost town down there. You know, yeah, and, you know, and they were quite a new business, so they hadn't really acclimatized to deliveries on like Uber Eats, delivery, etc. So. Mm. It's been sticky. So when, so when you initially see that a big company is making the employees at the f- like the lower end of the scale potentially have to suffer that much, I'm like, you know what? If a couple of you men at the top just, you know, shave us 100 bags, say 100 bags there, I'm sure yeah. you could afford to, you know, look after people. And I know people might say, oh, foes, it's not your money, but fuck it. Right now, all you CEOs, CFOs, UFOs, we're watching you. Our eyes are on you. <laughs> if you don't supply the readies and free the money, we're going to eat the rich. That's it. I said it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're not going to rob you. We're going to eat the rich because we're getting hungry out here. This is it. You know, we're, getting said, like, we're in danger of being like, we're in danger of looting. Bro, it's on the horizon, bro. Like the Black Air Force are parked off. Not mine, but they're parked off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. Um, we're just gonna have to wait and see at this point, man. Like, and I just hope that we all make it through it, man. Like, it's really testing times. Like, mm-hmm. we just need to get through it. That is the main part. And once we do, bro, at DLT, I'm gonna be on my knees. <laughs> do I'm scared for all of you guys. The first turn up after this year, someone, one of you's gonna fall asleep in the dance, bro. Mid wine. I just gotta make sure that I take my vitamins before. Yeah, man, you old niggas, calcium tablets and that. 
<laughs> uh, listen, like I said, if you don't if you don't laugh, you're gonna cry, man. Let's be positive. Let's remain upbeat. Let's not just you know just do hope and no works. So self isolate. You know, use good hygiene. Take extra precautions. Try and be healthy within this period. It's imperative. It's important. So just yeah. to ensure that when everything's done, we get back to a nice routine. So even of me, I've, got a, I've been pretty lazy this week with like, you know, working out and, and not eating healthy. And like, listen, take a bit of pressure off yourself. You can have a day or two off here or there and that. But of course, just, man. If you know what works for you, like I know for me, a structured routine works. So like, even I work from home, getting up, jumping in the shower, you know, preparing myself. So like, as soon as we work starts at nine o'clock, I hit the ground running. It just makes my day go smooth. If I'm rolling out of bed at half eight, you know, I'm just not prepared. Now, bro, I work from home, so there's going to be days it's like that. But for me and anybody like me, I'd say try and stick to a routine as much as possible because this thing being indoors, not a game. Uh, it's not a game, man. It's not a game. And, um, yeah, we just never thought that or we never really anticipated that we would have to go through this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just... Um, how stubborn like we are as a nation that has led us to this point. So if people stop um, being stupid and listening, the the quicker we'll get out of this in like um, quarantine or like this semi lockdown that we're in. Yeah. Like it, it literally is just that easy. Just do that. And then we can, we will be able to get through it as a nation, man. Like really and truly, man, and um, shouts to the receipts, man, because they 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 hit us up, and um, obviously, like apologies for not like sending over the message, but <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was like, this nigga picking them up, but we, we didn't send the voice note. I, I listened this morning, I was like, yeah, uh, did Van send a voice note? Because I didn't get around to it, but yeah, pick them up, yeah. I did, you know, now I spoke to Audrey earlier and she, I, I, I apologize. I was like, you know what? I forgot to send it to, over to, to them. Um, but yeah, they, they hit us up and, you know, um, getting us to send a message to urge people to stay at home, just be responsible, practice social distancing and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, man, just, just follow that advice. Like that's literally all that it is. Yeah. Just do that. Just do that, man. And like, you know, the quicker we that, that that we abide to things, like the the quicker we'll get out of this um pandemic that we're in. You know what I'm saying? Like No, it's very true. Do you feel like um and I was like I was giving uh Boris a bit of uh, some flack a little bit earlier when I was talking about the the business relationships, the insurance groups, etc. Do you feel like times like this we need a dictator, like a Putin? Do we need someone yeah. just to like send smoke, bro? He's yeah. on smoke. He's on smoke and he's literally like um, practicing what he's preaching. Mm. Boris has like been very wishy-washy in this um, entire pandemic. Um, He hasn't necessarily been the most reassuring to the public. And I think that's one of the main things as a leader that you should be, um, a reassuring leader, um, just to make sure that, right, we've made the right decision in who we've picked to lead the country and to guide us during times like this. No, that's very true. Bro, I don't know. Yeah, like, it, it, it sounds good in theory, but listen, if we, if we actually had Putin, <laughs> curtains. <laughs> if Putin was in power, we'd be on the ropes over here, bro. Yeah, it's mad. You know, so, 
But lighthearted, we, we we back, man. I know the music. I feel like because a lot of us have lost our commute, yeah, we're not traveling yeah. at that hour, that hour and a half, either end of between uh, before nine o'clock and after five. I feel like I'm listening to less and less music, bro. You reckon? Yeah, it's weird. Like I try to have music on the background whilst I've been working through like the last day or two because the other days I just couldn't do it. But um, yeah. I'm back up to speed. We've got some some music news in the UK. Chip, Skepta, Young Ad, uh, the Three Musketeers have linked up for an album, which yeah, gonna, which we'll be getting this Friday, the uh, the twenty seventh of March, and they dropped a song today at six o'clock called Ways. Have you listened to it yet? Um, yeah, I have. Thoughts? Give me your, give me um, honest opinions. Don't hold back. Sure, yeah, like first listen, I was like, mm, I'm not necessarily like too excited by it but what i respect is that um what the danger is let's just let's just like if if we're gonna lay this out here on the table yeah we've got to think about the several different components of what this is Hmm. we've got a donny that can never run out of bars right facts and shit yeah we've got a donny that's fully seasoned in this thing and in is in a lot of people's top five grime MC lists of all time. Mm. Yeah. Slash producer. Mm. And we've got the relatively new guy that is carrying a wave that is really excelling at this present moment in time. Yeah. So we're thinking about like what the current success is, which is young ads, DBE um really carrying a wave and selling out Ali Pali two days in a row. Yeah. And about three mixtapes so, in the space of twelve months. Exactly. Three mixtapes in twelve months. So you're thinking the other two are probably gonna adopt what's most successful and current. Ah, okay, so do you feel there's a there's a danger of Skepta and Chipmunk getting sucked right. in to the right. DB young ads wave? Right, and 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 here is what I respect about this Waze song. They haven't done that. Okay. They've let ads be ads, they've let Chip be Chip, and they've let Skepta be Skepta. Hmm. Does it mesh well? Um, no. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Fans, <laughs> I listened to it twice. I listened to it again before we start recording. I know sometimes things can be a bit of a slow burn or you need to maybe give them a little time. I was just like, this is meh. Like, it doesn't excite me for the project. Will I listen? Absolutely. I want to hear what the project's sounding like. We, okay. don't get, we don't get times like this when like three people who are relatively on top of their game at the moment, you know, who are like in the white hot space linking up like this. Yeah. We might get a song, but not a whole project. So I'm excited to hear it. But that is a lead out. I just wasn't sold. Of course. So the other thing is, is that what I wanted to really highlight is that Skepta and Chip aren't strangers to experimenting new sounds or different sounds. Very true. So then what the rest of the tape might give us is that them getting into their experimental bag, which I'm not particularly mad at. I'm not mad at at all. I just want it to be pleasing to my ears mm. do you know what I'm saying because like to be honest 
this tape has come out of nowhere to a lot of people. Of course, of course. We weren't, we weren't expecting this. Pleasantly surprised, though. Pleasantly surprised. Do you know what I'm saying? But, like, a lot of people have been saying that Young Ads needs to branch out, unfortunately, um, to his bandmate. Hmm. And, um... Excuse me while I sit this rivers. It's it's cool, bro. Um, but, yeah, he's he's... In in great company, he's alongside accomplished artists in the UK. Yeah, one of the best that we've ever had. So like, this is where you would expect young ads to shine. Yeah. For me, he will be the ones to give you the hooks, but it will be nice to hear him really rap on this mm. because a lot of people have been speaking about young ads' um, ability, and. I think that this is the perfect opportunity to prove the naysayers wrong because a lot of people that don't find, um, you know, this whole wave music like as the thing, they need to know that he has ability. Okay, so maybe it's a time to like, like stand toe to toe with Chip and see if he can bar, if he can yeah, do the wave thing with Skepta. I think he's good at that. I've listened to him for a long time. I've listened to like his. His pre-wave music, he can rap. There's not many people that can outbar Chip. Of course not. But young guys can definitely rap. So I just want to put out there: don't don't let the um the wave sound and the the drug infused lean 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 raps get this thing misconstrued. He can bar. You get little uh, moments every now and then on his Instagram where he mm. would just he would just go on a traditional rap beat. He can rap. So yeah, um, exactly. There's one other talking point from this song though, and I feel like it's a bit of a reach. But for whatever reason, the internet's feel like Chip may be taking shots at Stormzy. I don't know if when you listen, you caught it or you got that vibe. Yeah. Did you catch that? Did you, did you get that vibe that Chip was possibly I taking? I did hear a, a bit of talk from it, but um, I hope for entertainment's sake, you you would want something like that to happen. Of course, because we just, we're just messy. We want to see the, the fight in the street. But at the same time, I also respect artists that mutually respect each other. Yeah. Don't go at the guy because he's the guy at the moment. You had your slot. Do you know what I'm saying? That's very true. You know, let me put out the lyrics here. So this is this is what Chip said. <clears throat> now, forgive me. <laughs> I'm a podder, not a rapper. Yeah. Oh, you pardon, pardon. <laughs> yeah. You ain't been platinum, silver or gold. You ain't even been bronze. Bronze, you div. Allow it. You ain't even done 10 years in this thing. Round here, we don't hear you're a king. Man will take your throne. Piss on your forehead, know your role. With cold spitters, you ev- you've never been toe to toe. Step in the ring, get shown the ropes. Tell me what, you believe in God? Kill him off, that's a holy ghost. I've never been on no screw face thing. Got a smile on my face in devilish mode. Now, I I heard that. And I, I'm the only, the only way I would say maybe there's a... A possible shot at Stormzy is the the God line. Mm. When you go, yeah, tell me what you believe in God, but that could apply to anybody. Uh, you ain't never done ten years in this thing. Round here, we don't hear you're a king. Man will take your throne. That's fair, yeah, okay. but that, but but that just feels like whenever I listen to Chip, yeah, and especially in recent times because of this, um, I think this tagline like he don't run out of bars and he's the barra. I feel like he's always rapping at this imaginary spit. Or sometimes it is actually someone in question, i.e. when he's going at like younger than he has the beefs, but like, you know when you feel like a rapper's just rapping at an imag- rapping at an imaginary adversary? 
rapping into rapping to himself. Yeah, that's what I didn't. I didn't look at that and say mm, he's, he's coming at Stormzy because the line that priest that starts off this whole bar is you ain't been platinum, silver, or gold. You ain't even been bronze. Now, he's been more platinum. That's that kind of more platinum than Donny twice over. So let's just kill that. So that that for me is like from that line. I, I like I don't see how that's at Stormzy, but maybe I could. Be, I, I listen. I'd rather be wrong on this for the sake of us getting a lyrical exercise, but I highly doubt that Chip is taking shots at Stormzy. But I think the internet's are just bloodthirsty. We want to see a war. We want to see that fight in the street, you know, in the Coliseum. Are you not entertained? I feel like Stormzy will probably box Chip anyway. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> My rivers. Never get to that point. Do you really believe uh, so? Um... Like if 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 it got disrespectful, on what and whatever on, on what evidence though, Vans? I don't like, think disrespectful. All right, but no, you. I can listen. I'm not. I'm not mad at your take, but like, give me something here. On what? What do? You, what have you seen from Stormzy that you feel he could take shit? What in terms of like what on a physical thing? No, no I'm. I was. I was. I ain't talking fights. I'm talking just lyrical. On oh, on um, yeah. the lyrical thing, then like. I believe that Chip has the ability over Stormzy. Yeah. To, to, but... Will he, win, will, he win, will he win the popularity contest? We've recently seen that he, if if Stormzy wants to step in the ring, it's not going to be a landslide. Yeah, but I feel like the, the, the Wiley one is... It's a unique situation. You're not getting Wiley at the peak of his powers. Mm. His reasoning for doing that... He tried to, because of the the cloak of comfortability with social media, how everybody egged him on. When it come down to it, his 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 music wasn't good enough for the clash. Like he, he 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 didn't sound horrible, but it just wasn't that. And Stormzy used a current beat, you know, that's that's from like a beef inspired time period with no better or whatever. Um, so yeah, he just like the art of war in regards to how he dropped his music was better. And he, and he had an adversary like that didn't, for me, deliver during the time period. It would be different if Stormzy goes against someone who is tested and is really on it, on it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, obviously, you're only as good as your last performance. And for me, he watched Wiley. So, if anything right now, he should be feeling confident. It's like, not on the same level, but like when Drake had his, his beef with Meek Mill. Trust me, for at least that next few months, Drake felt like the king of the world. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And you would, um, you would you would have expected Meek to fare better in that environment as that's his lane. Drake was meant to be the pop boy, same way right now. Stormzy looked at as the pop guy, and Wiley's the Godfather of Grime. So this is arena. He's meant to watch Stormzy, and if for whatever reason he just didn't deliver, so mm. I think it's a unique situation. I don't know if you can use the Stormzy clash with Wiley as a good enough benchmark for what you could potentially do with anybody, and in reference to Chip specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that Stormzy is necessarily going to be drawn out by this. But I don't. But I don't even think it's a it's a it's a it's a distant. But let's say if it was, yeah, because like sometimes what people do, um, sometimes what people do is that they'll incite something on social media, which will sometimes leave the person inclined to say something of course and now you fall for the bait it was never an issue but 
if you make it an issue, now it's an issue. And if I'm if I'm chip, I don't mind to go back and forth now with one of the biggest guys in the game. Yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Um, but from what I've known, they've always had a good relationship. They was on they were on music together. I remember when Chip was going back and forth with Tiny Temper. Um, remember when Tiny Temper was on a song with Bugsy dissing Chip, and he had yeah. Stormzy on the song, and then Chip turned around the music and said like, "Nah, Stormzy told me." He like he didn't even know he was gonna he was gonna do that. So him and Chip have always had a good relationship. They've done music together. So I I doubt that there's there's any any um any subliminal there. But like I said, I could be wrong. Yeah. Speaking of Tiny though, talk to me. He's back. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you think of his latest single? Bro, it's, it's a banger. I'm biased. It's produced by Slick Vic. It's the best song in the world. <laughs> no, no, I like it. It's a good reintroduction. It's a safe reintroduction, if I'm being a bit critical. Um, yeah. The song is called... What's the song called again? If I, if I lose my mind. It's a, it's a song with notes. Top winners, sorry. Top winners. Top winners. Yeah, top winners. You know, it's, it, it falls into the lane of like the vibey music we're getting at the moment. Produced by Remedy, co-produced by um, Slick Vic. You know, so um, on that on that alone, it's bruv. It's, this 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 the best song to come out since the the last best song. You know, the no, fact yeah. Like I was like when I first heard it, I was like, bro, um, Tiny's flowing quite. He's flowing very well on this. No, t- Tiny can flow. Tiny can flow. Don't get it twisted. Don't let the pop stuff fool you. Am I being like mad critical on Tiny's ability to flow? Like when, when you have pop success, yeah, we we kind of tune out from you. So during the the height of his, you know, chart topping days and your pass outs, your etc. Zara Larson girls like your stuff with Jess Lynn, Kelly mm. Rowland. During that time period, outside of if you really was a day one fan, how much would, he be, would you be, have been checking for someone like him outside of the big single? So yeah. him having ability would kind of pass you by just because sometimes when we have, go into that white hot pop space and it looks very, very poppy, a lot of yeah. us just, we take a left turn and go, you know what, we're going straight back to the streets and we're listening to gigs or we're listening to DMS or listening to Soro's page. We're listening to all the stuff that would be on like, your obscure YouTube channels, you know. Mm. So I think that's why you that's why you probably was like, all oh, right, my man's spitting, but he's probably always been able to spit. Never lost the ability, you know, but just because of his and big pop success, you've not paid attention. I've, I've always said that like Tiny needs to talk that shit, fam. We said it on the episode of Jay Blue, like come and big boy us because people ain't gonna respect you for the bars, but they mm. will res- they will respect the success because yeah. you're not lying. They will respect yeah. the money because you're not lying. And they all yeah. respect like the longevity, because fellow rappers will be like, "Yes, I've been in the game ten years. I'm the real godfather. I've got excellent amount of number ones. I've got money. I've got this. I'm a family man. I've had a child. I've grown. I'm a business owner. Everything you're saying is factual. Where your life is at now. So talk it. You're not this young. I know you dye your hair. I know you do drip and that. But you're not a young boy. You're you're a grown man who you know who's been out here for ten plus years. Talk your stuff. Your family, family. Yeah, you know. My brother's eating now. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? What it do, baby? Bro, I'm seeing Donnie looking different nowadays, bro. 
Top winners co-produced by Slick Vic. When I see the tagline, Slick Vic, I was like, yeah. Before I played it, bang up. Yes, I'm biased. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, you know what? Yeah, this has been a long time in the making, man. So salute him. Um, but yeah, like, I feel like it was the great, it, it was the best formula that he could have took in this. Like, you know, you get um, notes to jump on a hook. You know, notes is someone that is signed to his publishing. Mm. Tiny to Tiny's publishing, um. So yeah, bruv. Like I think, um. Obviously, being slick, being my bro, and that he he was just letting me know that this is just a warm up single. He's got like a big single coming up. Oh yeah, I know, uh, bruv. This, there's no way in hell this was the single that you're trying to get on Radio One and you're trying to go back to the charts with. This is a oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just letting you know that man can do this too, in it. My man's out here still, you know. Mm-hmm. I got, I got, a, I got AP. I'm out here. <laughs> so yeah, man. Like, um, the next single is going to be interesting to see how it really does in the charts. Yeah. Um, and then because there's a lot of like he's still got a huge fan base. No, he definitely does, bro. He's waiting for him to come back. Bro, don't ever get it twisted. Like, you see, like I said, that pop space, yeah, you're mainstream, you've got a lot of fans. I remember when, um, was it maybe like a month ago, JLS, like, so they're coming back. Yeah. I see, obviously, we have echo chambers online. If you're on certain communities on Twitter, Instagram, you follow the same people, follow the same pages. So, like, there's a lot of regurgitated opinions. In my little yeah. bubble, it looked like everybody was laughing. Bro, a week later, they had four sold out dates at the O2. Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated, innit? Like, bro... I, I'm not a JLS fan, but there's people out there that obviously love them. Four sold at dates of the O2 prior to coronavirus. Bro, are you crazy? Mad bangers, you know. I ain't even going to lie to you. Yeah, but I wasn't on it. That man had the All Saints trip with the W-necks. You know the T-shirts that are up down to your belly button? U-neck. <laughs> the U-neck. <laughs> you supposed to be a T-shirt. <laughs> bro, the, the, bro, they didn't have like a normal... They they didn't have the lowercase V-neck. They had the uppercase V-neck. Bro, how can I see your like your lower abs through your T-shirt? That's ridiculous, bro. bro. Like leather jacket and an uppercase V-neck um, T-shirt. Yeah, and I had to wait for them Donnie Orishay to beat his rape charge, innit? And Donnie, Donnie got cleared, so mm. now we can go back and get this money and that. So Man I, grew dread throughout the yeah. whole trial, you know? The stress, innit? But I, say, I was just saying that to say this, like... Stress dreadlock. Yeah, don't ever get it twisted. There's a fan there for you, innit? So go where you're celebrating, innit? You know, for, for sold out dates at O2, go and perform your bangers, innit? So there is room for uh, for Tiny. Um, Fecky's back with a new tape. Okay. For Life. Don't know if I, chance to I listen to it tentatively. Really? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple on there. There's It's, it's, it's weird because I am... Um, let me see if I can even find a tweet, yeah, where I said this so you can you guys can all hold me accountable, you know, when I say stuff. So let's have a look. So I tweeted this on the 18th of November 2018. Random, but suspect is everything Fecky could have been. So right. this was this was uh more than like a year and a half ago, so a little while ago. Okay. Um, and if you listen to Suspect, I would look to him like, not do no disrespect to him, almost like a Fecky 2.0. Not that he hasn't got his own lane and his own source, but you know, like the energy, that like the kind of braggadocious, rude boy, bad boy, flamboyant, flashy, Ooh. I do my thing. That's why I looked at Suspect and he just has his energy, loud, aggressive, same way kind of Fecky was with the boo-boo bang when he first come in. 
So mm. when I see Suspect doing his thing and the time period of Fecky was a little bit more quiet, I was like, that's that Fecky lane and you got Flamboyant Gangster, you got a song with um, Suspect, Jesse James Solomon and um, Skepta, Wrong Way Down the One Way. Like You have, I was like, yeah, Donny's oh, Way is lane. Song with Ambush, Bring Him Out on the GRM compilation. So I was like, yeah, Donny's got his lane in it. And if anything, it's going to be tight for Donny, for Fecky when he comes back. So I say that to say yeah, I'm, listening that. To, I'm listening to the Fecky tape and it's, it's weird to listen and then say, Leroy, he sounded like suspect, but in his defence, Donny was here before him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Fecky come with new energy, new teeth, new hairline, mm. uh, new music. Obviously, like, I haven't heard it yet. I haven't heard anything from Fecky since his album, El Clasico, which... I enjoyed um, majority done by Slick Vic. Obviously, shouts my bro again. Um, but I haven't really been a fan of his music since his Brandy and Coke mixtape. Yeah, Brandy and Coke. I know we were talking about Fall Out, but Brandy and Coke released two thousand and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a song on there called Nine Lives. Yeah, banger. Then he's got a song called Macarena. Banger, um, bitch out of bed, which is I think around time period when he first uh, started running into um, Steph London. If you remember, she's in a video and stuff, flexing, you know. Um, yeah, like executive produced by Slick Vic, by the way. But yeah, no, nah, um, I I enjoyed that tape, um, mm. and you know, like the the singles that you mentioned, I loved. Bitch out of the bed was I think this this was like authentic Fecky. Macarena was hard, you know, um Slip Vic on an additional vocals on that one. Um so like it was just it was just the raw authentic Fecky that I wanted. Do you Bro, know don't forget nine lives. If you're listening to this, go on yeah, Fecky's nine lives. profile don't. on Spotify. Don't. Nine lives is the bonus track. Don't. Sick, you know. So Very but dope. yeah, I listened to Four Life. Obviously, he's been away for a little while. He had a Daily Duppy um, drop recently. And for whatever reason, it didn't necessarily get mm, the reaction he, some people would have hoped. He got, got criticised. Yeah, he got Glippy from the from For The Culture talking up uh, the things and saying how he felt about about the um, the freestyle, that it wasn't good. And Fecky in typical, I don't know if you can say sensitive artist fashion, because it is your art, you're entitled to feel away about it, responded. And um Okay, yeah, we can deep dive on that because obviously yeah. Lippy for the culture, um, listening party on Link Up TV, um, you know, he has his opinions and he said that basically a lot of artists rely on their road rep to kind of carry them through um on a music thing. Very true. It's very true. And obviously, like like you said, in in typical road fashion or sensitive artist fashion. Um, you know. He responded, didn't he? He responded and said his piece. You know, he you know, he felt like Lippy was yeah, trying to Yeah, was like that was at the latter part of the interaction. I think at the start he was like, You're trying to box food at my mouth with your opinion. Because I think what a lot of artists don't like is people that are influential. They can sway public perception, innit? So what then? What what will happen is they will say something, and now suddenly everybody agrees. And yeah, yeah, man, it was dead. 
But if Lippier said that he liked it, I'm sure there were some people that would have still said they didn't feel the freestyle, the Daily Duffy from Fecky was good. Yeah. But they may have been more inclined to go, you know what, yeah, no, no, it was hard still. And I think that's where artists get sensitive. Going like, you know, you're on these, you've got your own independent show, you're on another show with Link Up TV, you've got your platform on social media, on Instagram or Twitter, so you have a following. And no matter how much you want to deny it or not, to some people you are influential in it. Now with that comes how you can kind of control the narrative, isn't it? So like, I'll read out what Lippy said, yeah? Half yeah. the UK seen us surviving off their street cred, not the quality of their music. Made you think 101 just posted a clip of Fecky's, Fecky's Daily Duppy and put fire emojis and it isn't good. This is Lippy tweeting his opinion. Right, 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 right. Cool. Um, and then Fecky in response says, you're not the only one saying it, but that freestyle don't define me, my guy. I've been doing this, been doing this, eating in this game every year for eight years and trying to attack my brand online, trying to box food out my mouth. To be honest, you're due a box for that. Now, Lippy responds, attack your brand online. I said I don't like your music. Don't try to get gangster straps off me, you insecure weirdo. Your music is rubbish, man. I weren't even going to be disrespectful, but you got disrespectful. Your music is shit and everyone has screamed that from early. Fecky in response, mate, you're surviving off chatting shit on the net about everyone. Have you listened to my album? I just dropped you, clown. Go do that and come back and I might accept your apology. They go back and forth. Fecky obviously posts his link. Now, I'm not mad at him for saying, oh, you know what, that freestyle don't define you. But Lippy's also entitled to be like, yo, I didn't enjoy that. But I think the earlier point about street cred, I want to take a little bit of a deep dive into that. So you remember the, you remember the time period when like, Gigs bus. I'm sure, obviously, my South London bias here, but remember when Gigs bus and it yeah. felt like every every ends now had a rapper that that was on this thing. I think what happens is when get guys get successful and they aren't necessarily from that lifestyle they try and portray or they lean on or pretend like they are from. Guys that were active, they were like, hold on, you're appropriating my lifestyle. I was actually out here or currently out here doing this thing. I've got the name, I've got the money, I've got the access. I've actually got the lifestyle that you claim or you're aspiring to have and you're rapping from my perspective. Let me go and do my thing. Like, I remember my, first, my introduction to Fecky was um, songs like I Get Mine, um, songs like She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. Obviously, we got the big street banger, which was Ring Ring Trap, which I had the roads on Smash. You had the f- Femme Fell in the video, Young's Teflon, C-Biz, Biz. everybody and their mother in the video. I look at guys from the ends like that, like they're looking at all these people you classify as fake rappers and they're like, you know what? Bro, let me go and do my thing and get my foot in the door. I think for a lot of those guys, the entry point isn't from a place of love. And this isn't Fecky specifically. This yeah. is just to whoever this applies to, if the Harachi fits, lace it up in it. If the Air Force fits, lace it up. They haven't got a genuine love for music. Am I mad at them that they want to get into the music game? Because now it can possibly be legitimizing their money. Or no, you're give, right. Or giving them access to the women that they've, you know, wanted, you know, the lifestyle. It allows them to live the lifestyle that we've been living, but in the open. So if you've had bread already, now I can just live a bit more flamboyant in the open. I think that's where that stems from. So, bro, I said this like um, a lot of people don't necessarily have the genuine love for music, but we're not ready to have that conversation yet. You know, and I'm not mad at man, but I would respect man more if they said from the straight. Listen, this thing is just a flip for man. Like, I'm just trying to get in this game, get lit, get hot, and I want to use that as an extension to 
get more business opportunities, brand deals, you know, run some money up, wash some money. Because it's an unspoken thing, but a lot of men from the road that get into music, that essentially, even from like, I know people that are managers now, you're trying yeah. to wash, you're trying to wash money in it. Because it's one of the few things where, one, the entry point is low. We don't have a lot of checks and balances. You can just kind of just get in the game if you want to be in the game. Get yourself an artist, you're his manager, legitimize your smart, do the, the research, get a young draw artist. He goes top 10, top 20, top 50. Now you've got an established person in the industry that's signed a single and, deal for 50 bags, 100 bags. Now you're in the game. And using street tactics to bully their way into this game. You know, that, that's, another, that's another conversation. I'm not mad at that, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But do things properly, innit? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, yeah, like, there are a lot of people that are that care passionately about music. Yeah. Yeah? Don't get in the way of those people. Obviously, serve your purpose, innit? Serve your purpose. Like, you got to do what you got to do, man, because, like, there's, 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 corporate people and people that are quote-unquote legitimate yeah. adopt those same bully tactics but in a corporate world where they've patterned things up where, like, it, it limits it limits the, the, the opportunity for um, anyone that's trying to come in and do their thing. Bro, it's very true. Like, I don't want to be too harsh on the guys from that lifestyle because at the end of the day, like, there are times when they are good guys because they're the guys that will have the liquid cash that will allow you to go studio. They're the guys that can finance the the bottles, the the girls with the video, the cars, the cameraman, you know. They're the guys that can do all of that and make you look lit. So one hand should wash the other. But I think even from what you're saying, I think you're kind of alluding to that unfortunate situation you have where, like, the guy that really just loves music or the young girl that really just loves music but bucks up with the, the street guy who's trying to get his foot in the door and legitimise himself, it's in his exit plan, and those two worlds kind of collide where they should really just mesh because you need me and I need you. And however, however, may, however you may want to flip it, the real truth is without me, you can't legitimise yourself. And without you, I don't have a starting point because I ain't got bread. I'm talking about a struggling artist, the guy that isn't doing stuff X, Y, Z on the road, that just loves music and maybe works in the bookies or has the odd job here, works in a call centre, works retail, or does whatever normal nine-to-five, works in the play centre, just whatever you can think of, but has a passion for music. And there's a guy in the end that's got a bit of money and now wants to have a night. So it's an extensive conversation. I think something you can delve into, you know, when we have time a bit more, me like in the studio and that, with the mags them, and we can we can really delve deep into it. But I think oh, off yeah. the back of that thing, I think outside of that though, how do you feel about, you know, people like ourselves giving opinions online and artists responding? Um, people like us. We've got a podcast, we share our opinions. Lippy's online, I talk about music. Lippy gave his opinion, Fecky responded. How do you feel about just that interaction? Fam, like, at the end of the day, yeah, we've got to think about, like, um, how this whole situation um, has come about and also the conversation of like remember when people were saying oh yeah we need a UK Charlemagne or, or a UK equivalent to the Breakfast Club we don't need that shit we don't need that shit however yeah <laughs> talk to me a lot of this 
has just demonstrated the fact that like um having an opinion is a problem for some of these artists like at the end of the day yeah you watch what lippy's doing bruv when when he disagrees or he um offers critique to your project you your rebuttal cannot be like all you do is talk shit on the internet about other people it's his job Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like someone is is it's like an artist saying to Charlemagne or Joe Biden in the US that or or all you do is sit around and critique. It's a form of journalism, bruv. If he doesn't like your music, he should be able to voice that. I think he definitely should do. I think whether we like it or not, one for me, I feel like you need an informed opinion. So I need to respect your musical takes. Yeah. So that's it's, that's that's a caveat too. Two, I feel like how you articulate your point in it, because I think what's what's happening, and I'll be really frank here. I think sometimes people get given platforms with regards to like people following them or them being on shows, and then they end up being a caricature of themselves. And what I mean is, even when I saw his interaction, he said like, "Oh, if nobody's going to speak on it, on it, I will." Don't get a big head or let the timeline gash you because of your followers that you feel are saying, yeah, go on, do that, because they will egg you to do it. But on the flip side, if you're in the wrong, they will also, like, cane you. They will gash you to do something, yeah. and you will now feel like that's the right thing to do because of your timeline. Your timelines are just a small reflection, so don't get it twisted. Yeah. They want they want that for their entertainment. You're, just a, you're just a conduit to that, and when it all goes pear-shaped, we'll laugh at you if someone does something to you or X, Y, Z. I just feel like, if you're going to pick that lane, you've got to own it, double down on it, understand that artists won't fuck with you, get yourself to a point where your platform is big enough that they can't ignore you from yeah. perspective of like a journalist now. People yeah, may yeah. not look at him like that, but I think it, more than anything, it's articulation, isn't it? Yes. You didn't like it, why didn't you like it? Don't say stuff just for the sake of it, for trolling. It works to a certain degree because it gets you part of the conversation. Yeah. We're having a yeah. conversation now. You, like, get, you get posts on the Insta blogs, but after all of that, you know, what it is, artists also don't want to get drawn out. So everybody feels like people are trolling, so they want to make examples out of people. We always talk about, like, your Charlemagne's X, Y, Z. He got attacked in America on a couple yeah. of occasions. London yeah. is small. You work yeah. for you work for a, court, like a channel where some of the artists you critique, their videos are on there. All these parties, that, these brand parties that people get invited to, we will get invited to the same things. You can get running, like people can run into you. Are you prepared oh. for what it comes? If you're prepared for it, fine. If you're not, go and, go and put on your black air forces because it might be a long night. Of course. And don't get it twisted, yeah. What I'm saying is that, like, I know that um, nowadays, yeah, like, people follow where the views are. Mm-hmm. So if you're, like, someone that's critiquing music, yeah, and you're amassing more views than the artist itself. <laughs> it sort of like validates whatever you're saying against the artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, and I'm not saying that like what man's saying is gospel. Obviously, like, you know where the flipping real is at, man. This is off the cuff, isn't it? Do you know talks, what I'm saying? Talks, are you telling me the truth? Um, are you telling me the truth? He really go through this deep dive thing and we're like, 
we're able to really articulate our points when mm. we discuss and critique. But all I'm saying is, is that, like, don't celebrate a Donny when he's praising you, but then whenever there's critique with it, mm. um, like, you've got to take that on the chin. Because at the end of the day, yeah, I know that with your art, you, you want to protect it and you're sensitive about it. It's just like someone coming on and saying, oh, yeah, off the cuff is shit. Like, I want a, I want a detailed... Uh, <laughs> why you feel that way, because but I genuinely are, don't feel that way. But Do they're know? entitled to their opinion, though, at the end of the day. Like, but I think it's, my thing is, maybe my sensitivity me is super low and I just don't care. As long Bro. as you articulate yourself well, everybody's entitled to their opinion. At the end of the day... When you start asking real questions, everybody has an opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is what I'm saying, bro. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, like, if you can articulate to me, like, really well, then I'll respect that and I'll take that opinion on the chin, bro. But if it's just like, oh, yeah, oh, um, I've seen your YouTube views and it's not, like, popping, then, bro, I can't respect that. Yeah, no, we can't respect that. If you say, listen... That daily, like, it's like when we had the deep dive and we were talking about Scorcher and like we was on the other sides of the fence and I was like, I didn't think it was that bad, but you yourself, J yeah. King, H, you've had different opinions to me. We had a debate about where we felt and then you showed me other music and I was like, you know what? Me putting aside me being stubborn folks for a second, the other freestyles and the other things you showed me, he showed up in it. So yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe that daily duppy wasn't to his standard. Now, if yeah, it was yeah, somebody yeah. else, it might have been fine, but for him as an artist, for Scorcher, I could, after, on hindsight, obviously, you know, like, when you start being humble after. <laughs> you're like, you know what? The boys, I can hear where they're coming from. I can see it, but you articulate your point. You gave me examples. We spoke, we, you know. So I just think with this thing, don't let the internet gas you because those people won't be there when it hits the fan. Doesn't mean like, you should yeah. be scared of no rappers because I ended up being be real with you, innit? Like, a man is man, innit? Man is scared of no rappers, bro, innit? I might mm. be wary. <laughs> I might be aware we're capable of, but... Uh, from one man to another, we're not out here scared of no rappers. Of course, bro. But do you know what it is? Yeah, I don't want rappers to now start using my man as his rollout, as their rollout. Bro, at the same time, it wouldn't surprise me because this this thing is very fugazi. Imagine, let's do conspiracy theory. Who's to say that this wasn't a you know a calculated thing behind the scenes? Because I won't speak too much, but I've I've heard some things have been calculated behind the scenes. Yes. You know, People riling, other, people riling other people up. They respond on Instagram or Twitter for the back and forth. And lo and behold, we'll get the... It's a new method for, for, for artists in the UK. We'll get the interview in a couple of weeks after that they've had a, a Twitter yeah, exchange. Do you know what it is, yeah? We're looking at the rise of an entire industry mm. um, from a community perspective, from like... Um, a scene. So, like, you know how America, yeah, rose up together? So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking artists. I'm speaking DJs. I'm speaking, like, personalities. I'm speaking radio. Yeah. They all came up together. This is exactly what's happening here. You know, like, right? we, we've got the podcasters. We've got the shows. We've got the... the we the, are all rising yeah. up together, innit? And yeah. there's going to be moments where... Um, there's going to be one platform, yeah, that is bigger than um, the artist. Yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of artists that have put in groundwork before it really came to what it is today. 
and um, some artists are catching up on themselves. Mm. So it's way too early. So yeah. now there's a comeback of something that's new. Becky's mm. that artist. No, it's very true. You know, he's, he's catching. He's, he's trying to catch the heat back of. Uh, I'm Actually, still fitting there. I'm bubble bang, ring ring trap. But you know what it is? When you're new, it's never the same when you're now in the game, innit? Exactly. You know, so, but like, just to kind of put a full stop to it, um, the tape for life. It's got a couple joints on there. I'm not mad at the intro. Uh, I'm not mad at the song with um, Ambush called Cut the Cake. Mm. It's got a song called Attitude, which he released a little bit, a, few, a little while ago prior, like as like a lead up, warm up to the tape. Um, got a song called All the Smoke. Uh, I like the song um, No Apologies with Nave Smalls. Right. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean, that's, you've got a couple on there. There's 20 songs on there. I'd say, listen, go and listen for yourself, formulate your own opinions, use the hashtag, which is hashtag of the pod. Yeah, 20 songs on Four Life. Uh, do you know what? Don't come back and give me 20 songs. I'm sorry. No, no, well, go on. <laughs> Bro, 20 songs is way too long. Fair, but you know it is. You know he's in a streaming era, and he's not. He's been okay, cool. So the last project here, or the last thing we heard from him was El Clasico in 2017. I don't know if he. I'd obviously probably done features and stuff in between that, but August the fourth, 2017. This is uh, the timestamp from Spotify was the last project we had. And obviously, when he drops for life, early 2020. So I'm not mad at him if he wants to drop a project because at the end of the day I probably got a bag of songs just sat there in it and why should they just be sat in the studio get them to the public and let us decide what we want to how we feel about the music alright yeah, that's, that's that's just my POV in it you know but hey man outside of that I've just been thoroughly entertained little boosie on live put your pussy on live I'll give you a thousand dollars Oh, mate. Um, We're in the house, bro. All you Instagram guys that have got good content, all you ladies that want to twerk, I apologise for any uh, discrimination I had previously. We don't mind you showing the cheeks right now anyway in the middle of a pandemic. Come and shake your nyash. <laughs> Come and shake that nyash. Bro, I, I see I see Big Fendi, this Donnie from America and that, that looks like um, Manny Fresh, Big Frida. It looks like a, a butch lesbian that on the live got the ladies just, you know, twerking up a storm and they shut down his life. Oh, man. Yeah, the, the, the man is hating on us, man. We need to free Big Fendi, bring back the Instagram live. We were thoroughly enjoying your content and the, the women shaking their cheeks and that, so... I didn't get to see it, but with all that being said, like, um, a man's been listening to Young T and Bugsy's tape. What's it saying? Talk to me. Um, I've enjoyed it thoroughly, you know? Mm. Like, um... And these are guys that have been like um shouting out like for quite some time now. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Young T and Bugsy, um, you know, these youths from the Midlands Midlands, they've come out with a project called Plead the Fifth. Mm. Um just released the other day on the twentieth of March. Um twelve songs including Don't Rush. Um, Bully Beef with Fredo and their top 20 hit Strike a Pose Strike um, me a pose um, I feel like they've low-key been 
quietly consistent. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Icarumba with Fredo, like, that was a smash. They were yeah. on the hook. En route. You know what I'm saying? Don't rush, obviously. Strike a pose. Like, these are, like, um, hits, bro. Like, glistening, no Mickey Mouse thing. Like, I feel like... Um, you know, they're they're the ones that like a lot of people have overlooked, but at this point you can't overlook them at this point. Bro, they've just for me they just jumped into a lot of boys lane, boy. And there was obviously no and a lot of boys are back now, they've got a song with Dappy, which I, I might get you to play before we leave. But they've jumped they've jumped into that space and they're doing very well and I can't I can't deny them they're doing their thing. I enjoy the tape as well. And the know? thing is that like for me, like if you're gonna jump into a lane you got to be consistent. And I feel like they've surpassed the point where, like, we can only look to them for one hit when they've okay. had more. Like, they start off the project, like, very strong. School, school trip. trip. Banger. Like, crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, produced by Grades, who um, did Don't Rush. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... Some someone that does his thing, like there's 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 features on there. Well, obviously, other than like H Fredo and Heady One, they've got a song called Top Boy featuring Morrison. Mm. If you know about him, then you know in it. Yeah. Um But I believe that they've they've got um something and um that will really like um, cement their their value to the current scene at the moment. No, they got something, man. I, I, I like I like the two lads. They just seem like nice guys, and I, and I like when we can get projects from people outside of your big songs, so you can, I can kind of take in more of your music, find out a bit more about you. And you know, they're down with Black Butter, you know. Mm. And uh, if, if I'm right, I think managed by the the guys that kind of manage J Five. Um, Jerry Huss and a few other people around that circle. So, you know. Oh, uh, um, limited shouts to Patrick, man. Um, I saw him the other day and um, he's, um, he's a two, friend of... 2K management is what I'm referring to. I know they, you know, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they, they've been doing some bits. So, but a limited 2K management. Um, yeah, yeah. Patrick's, um, you know, a friend of ours, friend of the pod. And um, whenever I see him, it's all love, man. And he's happy to even like, come back on and, and, and really, like, discuss everything that's been going on around that camp. All right, well, hold that nigga accountable. Once we're back in the studio, you know. Oh, yeah, I saw him a couple of weeks ago, man, and, um, you know, he's acknowledging everything that we've been doing and, and likewise. Oh, yeah, you have a conversation. I'm trying to be like you, bro. No, I'm trying to be like you, bro. Nah, not even, man. Um, you know, one of them things where, like, you know, you celebrate, like your wins mm. in a conversation. Oh, that's dope, that's dope. Where, you know, I look at him and I, and I say that, like, ah, I'm proud of you, man. You're doing a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, congratulations on the J Hus thing. Congratulations on the Young T and Bugsy thing. Like, I know it's one big family over there. Mm. You're patting up swords as well, so you do this thing. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Hey, 
coming down a few bits. I see the kettle. Oh, he's saying, he's saying you can, you can, <laughs> I can see the man in you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, but I can see it, man. It's all yeah. good. It's all good, man. But it's it's lovely to see, man. And um, they've got a collection of artists over there that are really like making a difference in this scene, which so, is always lovely to see. So, so, so I like it, man. I'm happy, man. But yeah, man, I'm just, you know, we've been podding. I think it's just over two hours. I don't know how much of the early bit you're going to keep or cut. Um, yeah. Was there anything on the agenda? Anything else you want to get off your chest? You know, let the people know how you're feeling during you know the man at the moment um like i said we've um this is like something that's very new to us so please bear with us um we haven't got the full um equipment that we need to 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 give you the usual quality. they don't want to hear that shit man get them the good part <laughs> because yeah at the end of the day what you're going to hear is a little difference in 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 the audio so um, it's just important to let you guys know that we are just working our hardest to, to give you that quality content. Transparency. We love it, Vans. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's just good like to see people like concerned whether we'll be um out here giving us or giving you lot content or not. Because it's it's um we're different we're we're in different times right now. Fan, the vibes can't done out, man. You know the vibes, man. The vibes can't run out, man. We have to, we have to let the people know we're still here, man. We're, we're part, we're, we're part of your weekly routine. Did you want to do this dilemma before you go? Do you want to? Oh, what that that dissertation <laughs> dilemma? Should, should should I read it or should you read it? Should, we, should I read it and see if I can I can do a concise one? You read that. Right there. All right, cool. All right, so she said, "Thank you for reading out my dilemma. Please call me Latoya." Latoya sounds exotic. You guys are amazing. Keep up the good work. She said, I try to be concise. You know, you know the you know the monkey emoji when they cover their eyes and that. Naughty, mm. naughty, naughty. Okay, bruh, this dilemma is long, bruv. Jesus is Lord. Alright, cool. So quick backstory. Uh, issues includes me, I think 29-year-old female, brother 23, and his girlfriend 19. Brother lives with our parents. She recently moved back, short pit stop to save up for a new home. Parents happy with this. I know a lot of uh, young people can relate. You move back home to kind of save some coin. Works full-time in a demanding role. Brother in post-grad study. Does not work in traditional employment. Never really has. That nigga selling drugs. <laughs> our parents built a space in our garden for my brother to use to record music to help keep him out of trouble when he was uh, younger. Um, well, not rich at all. All right, cool. You know, so his parents build a studio. You know, they've got a little change. Parents work away from home a lot, so away for four weeks plus, often two to three week intervals. Yeah, so you lot can be getting lit over there. Uh, my brother started dating his girlfriend, who he is in a music group with, after a few weeks of breaking up with his ex um, of five years, who she really got along with. That that leads me to believe you don't like the new chick. Give her a go, though, man. She's fresh. Um, things progress quickly with her to the point that she always she was always at the house when I visited. We're black Africans, so I'm not sure how this was even allowed. She's mixed with white dough. Hey, brother. Uh, <laughs> I I've been drinking rivers, but don't let me read this. <laughs> I right, cool. So this is this is the issue now that we've got the backstory. Now that I've moved home, I've noticed she stays over at least four days of the week, including weekends. I wake up, she's there. Go to the kitchen, she's there. Sometimes she comes home to the house in the evening from work. 
Sometimes they are working in the studio and sometimes not. The point is, she's always there. I like the girl and she's genuinely lovely and helpful and never, in quotation marks, in the way. However, I'm getting to the point of being sick of her being around so often. My parents aren't too bothered because they are hardly home. So am I wrong to feel like this? Mm, I mean, the brother's trying to pam in it, so... <laughs> and we're trying to keep him out of trouble, so if his babes is coming over, then let him do his thing, man. Go and find your own babes as well. What do you think, Vans? Bro, like, at the end of the day, yeah, sound like a hater. <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> Bro, let the youth pam four days a week. She must love him, boy. Or she homeless, one or two, but you know, neither here nor there. Um, so she said, considerations. Since being back, I buy all the groceries. She eats at the house and helps herself to whatever. Hasn't contributed to food since I've been here. I'm now having to think of budgeting for free adults' food. Quotation, um, question mark. Free adults' food means food runs out faster. Because of coronavirus, groceries have been harder to get because of it, it's panic buying. Not that water is expensive, but she washes hair regularly and I've always paid the water bill. He doesn't pay any bills due to not being employed. Another issue for another day. Aside from financials, it would be nice to not have guests in the house so often. Am I wrong to feel like this slash want this? It really affects my mood and my um, ability to interact with her. I have health anxiety, so not being able to control my environment in corona times is affecting me. She interacts with so many people on a regular basis um, because of custom service work. How can I broach this with my family? How do I bring this up to my brother, who is sensitive, without coming across like a controlling older sister? I mean, really truthfully, the only person you should speak to, in my opinion, is your brother. Yeah. If you feel like he's getting a lot, and like being truthful, like if you're at someone's house four days out of the week and that, and you're eating out of free eating food, bro, you need to contribute, bro. Like just out, just out of courtesy, like coronavirus. <laughs> You know, what, you know what kills me about this whole dilemma? Yeah. The subject of the email. She's always at my yard. <laughs> help. She's always at my yard. She's like, help me. Nigga, help me. Now, all jokes aside, if, if this is a serious dilemma, just speak to your brother. Obviously, I know he's younger. You are his older sister, so you have a bit more cachet, but just like communicate your problem and say, listen, I don't feel like you have a problem with her being there, per se. The frequency might be the issue and how she interacts when she's there and how she, you know, respects the, the house. Because essentially, that's your mum and dad's house. If you're coming there and you're paying for the majority of stuff because her, your brother ain't got a job and that, then you're, babe, isn't it? Maybe she ain't got a job. But yeah, like... All right, so if we're, if we're really... Um, like, if we're really being honest... The sister is creating an issue out of nowhere. Do you know why? Why? Yeah. In the issue segment of the dilemma, the last bullet point says, I like the girl and she's genuinely lovely and helpful and never in the way. However, I'm getting to the point of being sick and of being sick of her being around so often. So this just sounds like a personal problem an issue that you have because if you think about it, yeah, she's 29. Mm. Her brother's 23 and her girlfriend is 19. 
So it's actually having a little you in the house is is kind of just getting annoying, like a bad smell. So the brother lives with their parents, mm. but she's recently moved back. Yeah, so she's now moving back to being with people. It's a problem that you have. Mm. Like, are you sure you really like her? I don't, think, I don't think she dislikes her, but... If the parents don't have an issue, then it just sounds like a personal issue to me. Bro, the parents can't have an issue. They're never there. <laughs> I think I don't think she has an issue with the girl per se. I think she has an issue. You know, like, I remember the first time I moved back from being, like, having my own place or, like, sharing with Sosa, like, mm. and then actually moving home and being in my parents' house and having, like, five of us in the crib. It can be annoying, and it's annoying because you were used to having your space. So I think it's, if anything, she knows what it's like to live with her mum, dad, and the little bro. And if mum and dad are gone for three weeks at a time, sometimes four weeks, it can feel like you two just live there. But you've got this additional person just like there. She moved out, and now she's back at the parents' crib, yeah? Yeah. To what she probably would have hoped to be when she came back as it was before. But... Mm. Change. Yeah, your brother's got a living girlfriend, bro. We're trying to keep him off the streets and keep him in the studio, innit? So if his babe wants to come over, then it is what it is. It is what it is, man. Um I'm saying that because like because she said, yeah, that she's um because she said, yeah, that she's genuinely lovely and helpful and never in the way. What is the problem? It's because she's a young thing, man. The brother's 23, the girl's 19, and then the big sister's 29. She's like, he's a little youth in the house, man. You were 19, man. Allow it. And she says earlier in the dilemma that the ex who he was with for like four or five years, she got on really well with. So I think it's just teething problems of her being the new girl. To the other one. Precisely. You know, come on, man. She ain't there no more. She ain't around no more. And who do you think that's because of? <laughs> Your brother. <laughs> Ah, uh, your little brother said, yo, where's the young thing? He's like, <laughs> he's like, since being back up, I order gro- groceries. She eats at the house and helps herself to whatever. Hasn't contributed to food. All right, cool. So that's the problem. Holler at her. You know, man, you got to pull up. She's young. She might not even, she might not even realise, but listen, like, at the end of the day, at this point, she's not a guest anymore, mm-hmm. isn't it? So, and hopefully it works out of her and, and your brother. So she, she should be family, but... Just out of just out of courtesy, bro, you tell him you can't buy like a young, you know, clover and that. Come on, man, like a, a cheeky Robinson and that. Some eggs, some milk. Come on, man, your hair, you know. And rather than you and the and the boyfriend wasting money in Uber Eats and that, put yeah. t- put ten pound each together, put twenty pound each together, and go and buy some food for the fridge. What the babes needs to do, yeah, mm-hmm. is if you really want to teach these youngins a lesson, um. It has to be like a uni thing where, like, I'm only buying shit for myself. See how mm-hmm. they'll survive that way. Mm-hmm. But yeah? she's big, she's big, you know, in fact, she's big, sis. She or wants to look after her, bro. Have the adult conversations with the youth then mm. about the importance of pulling your weight and contributing to a household because that's how you get by in the real world. Facts. Talk to them facts. Now. Yeah, so pull your weight together. Um, make sure that um, me being back here is not being me funding this entire situation because that's not what it is. 
you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm. Like, if you're going to use our things, be considerate enough to even offer to contribute. You're right, bro. You you, oh, you potted now. <laughs> That's my take. No, you, you're, you're right, big dog. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, hopefully um, this whole thing pans out. Please do get back to us after listening to this in full mm-hmm. and um, let us know how um, it's been getting on if you choose to follow our, our advice. Hey, man. <laughs> you know what to do anyway, man. I, I love dilemmas. More often than not, yeah, these people know what they're going to do anyway. <laughs> they just they, they said to me, just see, like, our perspective, which I find hilarious. I appreciate this um, very concise and detailed email because, yeah, this is nuts. Mm, it was, right, this was a very long, drawn-out thing on, on the email. But like I said, I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, Latoya will go by your, your anonymous name, you know. How do I bring this up with my brother who is sensitive? You know your brother more than we do. So even just have that conversation with him on his own. Um you don't have to come across as the controlling older sister and you don't need to highlight the fact that he's less accomplished. Just let him know um, your thoughts and your feelings and how you think that he can better himself in this entire situation. And that's it. Big facts. But man, this has been, been dope, man. We, we managed to pod still. We're podding, yeah. through, we're podding through the pain, through the pandemic. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Getting mm-hmm. real. You know, we're still out here. But I want to say thanks to everyone that's been listening. Make sure you uh, rate, you review, you subscribe, you tell a friend to tell a friend. Yeah. Use the hashtag, which is hashtag off the cuff pod. SoundCloud gang, iTunes gang, Spotify gang, YouTube gang. True. You know, we out here. Shouts out Houdini H, Champagne Essie, Almighty Sosa, aka Cameraman Sosa. Yeah. Shout out to you, Lord. You know who you know we should shout out. We've probably shouted them out already. But the frontline NHS staff. Yes. You know, even even the student nurses who aren't even qualified yet and they've got you working already. Shouts out to you. You know, if I see any petitions or anything that, you know, leans on them paying your full tuition or, you know, clearing your debts, I think it should be a given considering that you're stepping up during this tough time. I know a lot of our listeners probably have family, friends, loved ones who are in the healthcare service. So big up to you guys because uh, you're, 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 you're making a massive sacrifice during what's going on at the moment. So I just wanted to show our appreciation, send out some love, light, positivity. All of that. And once it's, all, once it's over, I'm letting you lot know, my corona drip is going to be on a million. <laughs> I didn't go to Jamaica. That refund's coming. We're about to blow the bag. <laughs> uh, hey, man. This is giving me the opportunity to even fucking... Be able to go out there with with everyone as well. Yeah, it's looking like you might get moved to Christmas. Don't worry, man. It's coming, man. Popcorn. Me dead there. I'm coming. Dead there. You know. Hey, Vladimir. Okay, Velvet Vans. It's, Come on. It's been fun, my guy. Let's uh, let's let's wrap this shit up. Get this yep. podcast out. Uh, H is on there now. He just sent me a request. What on house party? All right, cool. I'm downloading it ASAP. <laughs> Come on. Ah, right, my guy. Ah, my bro. Peace. Love. Peace.